three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there was that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, jeez. Aaron. <sighs> You're the worst. You are the worst. This is Jobbing Out. Welcome in. It is episode number 123 of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. And, of course, the main event, 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 event. A.J. Francis of the Washington Redskins. And, boys, this week, um, you know, we have a, a strict policy on this show um, that we adhere to at all times, which is we will do nothing unethical whatsoever Unless we get paid for it. That's a very – it's something that we paid feel – Paid in any way. Right. We feel very strongly about we will not do anything. Uh, there's no payola around here. There's no – nothing unethical at all unless we are somehow compensated for our <laughs> ethics violation. That's – and I want – I want I, to admit, that's, hey, that's a, a good rule. It's a promise on yes. my part. I want that to be known. It is a promise on my part. If we're doing something unethical, you know we're getting something really good correct, out of it. Correct. That's the way that works. Um, AJ got no, nothing out of this, but that's what happens when you run away and you don't show up at Jimmy's Famous Seafood, although I do know he was out doing something. It's what it is. But Aaron and I cashed in um, as we have a strict rule. Uh, you might remember a few weeks back, our buddy Ben Nash came in and was our guest picker and hung out on the show. Um, and that's because Ben uh, sent us uh, gift bags and the greatest care packages I'd ever received of Maryland gear. And so... We said then, the way that it works is if you want to be a part of the show, if you want to come be a guest picker sometime, if you want to do it, um, you, you got you to gotta get us something. Like, that's just – that's the way it goes. Which, again, I stand by. Like, I think that's just the way that the world works, right? Like, if you want anything in the world, you got to do something. That's just – that's how it is. So this week, um, we, have a, uh, we have a buddy of ours sitting in who's interacted with us on Twitter a ton. Uh, he's on Twitter, at Fat Crab Cakes. He's a buddy of mine going back a long time and uh, a listener of the show – Dale Hoffman is in studio with us. Dale, it's good to see you, pal. Hey, Glenn. Thanks for having me on, man. And Dale uh, kindly bought Aaron and I dessert at uh, Jimmy's Seafood. Not just any dessert. Yeah, that goddamn Reese's Cheesecake, which is just, it should be illegal. I believe the first time I had it was because of your dad, AJ, actually. I think he ordered it one night while we were watching the fight, and I said, I don't know what that is, but you better go back and get me another one. Yep. Um, And and (laughs) it was the greatest decision I ever made in my entire life. That so was, that was the end of that oh was the my, end of everything. Yeah, right god there. damn. So uh, so Dale's hanging out with us in the studio. We're gonna make our picks obviously for Battleground in segment number two. Um, we'll do Raw before that. Later on in the program, James Storm is gonna join us. Uh, did anybody bring beer? That feels like that's a mistake. I brought the money. I assumed he was bringing yeah, the beer. Hey, Come got on, the money. He's got the beer. Um, before we get to Raw this week, we need to address something that we failed last week, um, which is kind of a double failure on Aaron and I's part. Because we didn't, we failed to address our failure, yes. which is not good. No. Like that's not good. So we all picked up a botch last week because we literally went an entire two and a half hour show, maybe the longest show we've ever done. But it was awesome. It was good. Oh, yeah, great show last great week. Great show. By the way, I, the feedback that I'm getting about Kevin Kiley, we might want to talk to him about just being a permanent part of the show because everybody loves it when he's on the show. Uh, by the way, apparently he legitimately listens. I didn't know that. Like, apparently he listens to the show 
sometimes. Like, not week to week, but I found that out. Like, he has listened to the show. For example, when Ben Nash was sitting in here a couple weeks ago, he started following Ben on Twitter after that. Huh. Yeah, right? Like, it's real goofy. Real goofy. But, yeah, Kevin Kiley's the best. We went two and a half hours. We didn't reference our picks from the previous pay-per-view. Not um, one time. Not nope. once. Nope. We didn't do it one time. Dude. I didn't want to be the we one. We fucked up. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we, we did we fuck up. up. We will own that. Um, now, part of that for Aaron and I is that we don't really want to talk about the picks because they didn't go our way. No. They didn't go our way. Migs did well. Migs did ridiculous. Migs, Migs remember, on. remember when we made fun of him? Remember when we made fun of him for that? And he, God damn it. God, no, you're just a, this is all the, the only reason Glenn's doing this because why did you pick why did you honestly believe Dean Ambrose would win that match? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I thought I told you why I thought that it would make sense to hot shot the title a little bit if you're going to keep the feud going in a way and I'll go back to the wins and losses thing it doesn't really make sense that you keep going with it although it appears well as they're, they're not doing, really going they're with doing it. something yeah. different right yeah. like that's obviously it just seemed as though if you're going to keep it going you couldn't keep having the same guy win. Although, apparently, that doesn't matter in the WWE anymore. You can just have a guy keep losing, and who cares? He's right back into the picture. Uh, the moral of the story is that Aaron and I both were losers. We were both losers, and so we will have to get cupped. I'm working on the details of that. If you know someone that can perform said cupping for us, um, please message us, jobbingoutshow at gmail.com, or hit us up on Twitter, at jobbingoutshow, because the place that I believed I could get it done might not be a slam dunk anymore. So if you know someone that can handle the cupping, please let us know, and we'll get that taken care of as soon as possible. But in the meantime, we also all get a botch because we went an entire show without addressing it. I believe – I don't remember where that leaves us botch-wise, but whatever. Two, two, and one, I believe. Two, two. Who's got one? AJ. Me. Why do you only have one? Because he doesn't throw out any facts at all during the show. Well, I don't throw out wow. any facts. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> let me, by the way, let me warn this about – unlike when Ben Nash was in studio, Dale is here – He's here to throw down. Like he's here to. This is like this is undisputed, right? Like he's Dale Bayless over here. Like he's he's <laughs> don't, in don't here. Don't pump me up too much. He's because... in here to fight. He has made that very clear to me. He's in here to to battle us and to take us to task. And uh, you know, I'm always up for that. You know, I might get my ass handed to me, but you know, probably what? probably will. Or it can... doesn't matter because AJ is going to be right anyway. That's just the way it works. <laughs> hey, Glenn, well, Glenn, speaking of me being right, did you ever get a botch for the fact that you said? That uh, Bray Wyatt doesn't have more pay-per-view wins than he has losses. But I didn't say it like that. I said I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't say definitively Bray Wyatt's got more pay-per-view wins. I didn't say it like that. That's not a botch. That's a. I feel like that's the case. You said that's a fact that I stated without ever researching it, and it was correct. Aaron, suck my cock. Though you did say something last week that I thought you should have gotten a botch for that I don't know. We'll deal with it. We'll deal with it. Let's address what we need. You don't remember it. Shut up. Um. Kurt Angle has an illegitimate son. Yes, he does. Before we get to that, and whatever we're going to go with from there, I'm going to be the one to say it, and you can be as you, know, you can bitch at me as much as you want to bitch about at me about it. I'm disappointed. I, I am too. I'm just I'm disappointed. It's not. It's a really thin line for trying to the stuff that they were selling. Well, and that's the thing. It's not that it's a bad thing. It's the fact that he was, you know, they even showed on the montage last night, you know, oh, this could end my career. Right, this could wreck me. This could, it's the, there's a very thin way that you can get there, which is, well, his wife could be really super pissed about it. That still doesn't explain why his career would be wrecked by it in any way. It's a very thin, what you've built up, this doesn't fit that. Um, 
it's not that it's not a big surprise. It's not that it couldn't have big implications, something along those lines. But the work that you did for a build. Well, well, well I, I disagree. I, stunner. Stunner. Mark, I'm Mark, so surprised. I mean, Mark the tape. Mark the tape. AJ here, disagrees. Here's a, here's a fact. Uh, true or false? Was Randy Edso not just found guilty of nepotism by Connecticut state law? True well, or false? I mean, I don't think he was found guilty yet. I think they just sort of alleged nepotism. I don't know. Allegedly. Uh, yeah. I don't, no, no, I don't, no. he, was charged with, he was charged with violating the nepotism law right. in Connecticut. Right. That's what he, that's, that is found guilty. Violation is a guilty verdict. Okay. Okay. Um, well, being charged and being guilty making, are two well, but, but You're making quite the jump, but I'll let, I'll let you go with it. Okay. Uh, immediately once finding out that Jason Jordan was his son, was he not signed to the Raw brand? And that's a, that's something that's interesting. And it's wonder I was going to wait to where we're going with this to bring that up. But yeah, like right now, it seems like the most likely storyline is they might end up going with a nepotism storyline at some point. Okay, but but that doesn't immediately end his career. Yeah, Randy oh, Edsel's oh, still going to be the head coach at UConn next season, dog. Like it didn't ruin his career. Nepotism does not ruin your career. He said, this could wreck me. So This could ruin me. So I think – I'm sorry, AJ. Um, what I think, like with the whole storyline – Don't ever apologize to AJ. He's an asshole. No, I like AJ. I agree with him on a lot of points. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, the just, biggest, yes. it's the biggest mistake you've made. You know what I mean? smarter than all of you. <laughs> well, let's calm down with that, all right? I'm not, I'm not going well, that far. I wasn't far. referencing you, but yeah, <laughs> I'm smarter than Glenn and Aaron without a doubt. Well, okay. I'll give you that one. Um, Dick. Wow. <laughs> Get out of here. He doesn't have any control over whether we You're, yeah, throw you out right. of the room. But no, so the way I the way I interpreted the storyline is the fact that that the beginning of this Corey Graves storyline, that was where the news started. He didn't know about it until that point. Right. And he came up with him, so that's why he was freaking out at first. I mean, like, oh, this could ruin my career because if I have an illegitimate child that I didn't care for, then that's gonna look bad on me when I'm supposed to be this uh figurehead of of WWE, you know, obviously in kayfabe that's and everything like that. Still thin, but though. That's a it's, it really might be, thin. But, but if is you, it? Yeah, it's not. It's personal not life is fine because he very clearly he, he separated the he personal know from he the career. Had the kid. You're, right, you're right because Paige is on TV because her personal life hasn't gotten in right. Well, she's right, on, she's like injured. That. Let's not pretend like that's not the case. Um, but like that matters in the actual court I under, of public I opinion. Understand, you know but what what I mean? I'm saying is that. There's no art. If he had known about the kid and not cared for the kid, then yeah, it would wreck his reputation. It would completely the Olympic hero that was also a shit father would be terrible. He didn't know about the kid, right? But how how much does that like when you're when, that if, doesn't if, matter, right? What are you and talking that, about? That I mean. doesn't matter. Well, no, no what, hey, listen, you're not, you're not hearing me, Glenn. That doesn't. Ma- I mean, that matters to me. That matters to you. That matters to people that have brains, but a lot of people don't. Who? Name the person that thinks that makes you an evil person, that you had a child that you didn't know. Okay, the 2% go- of the world that's super religious? No, no. A majority. Uh, you're telling me right now if Colin Kaepernick found out today that he had a kid that he didn't know about, that wouldn't be. It ain't going to change much about Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> dog. Yeah, like, that's not a high bar. Like, what I'm saying is, who is going to lose their job? Because they found out that they had a kid that they didn't know about. Because religious politicians have gone through this and not lost their job. Super conservative religious people have done shit like this and not lost their job. Name the person that's lost their job because they found out they had a kid that they didn't know about. If that's your, you're thinking that's the only reason he's not going to lose his job because of it. He said that. 
No, he's going to lose his job because of the perception around it. But right, name the person a... that's lost their job because of the perception around it. People lose their jobs because of that all the time. Who? I, I, I get it off the top of my head. I'm just saying, like, there are people that have been I, fired for PR reasons. You think yeah, that's for PR reasons? But, but yes. this isn't that, a PR disaster. But I think I, I think that was the assumption, and that's what I got out of it when I saw the whole like the whole thing working up. Like, you can you can because let's be honest, in in this country, there's a lot of times when people will literally look at something and say, okay, well, these are the facts that are out on the table, but this is what people actually think about it. You see what I'm saying? Uh, that's like, fine, but there's nothing about this that suggests that people would think otherwise about it. I mean, this is this is so. I, it, you know how nothing this was. This was so nothing that the segment was over within three seconds of the announcement. That's fair. There was nothing You're not wrong. there. There was they, they, there, there was nothing. But I now, think I, I think do that's think a storytelling can, problem. But though. We'll, fine, but we'll get there. We'll get to where they're going with it. What I'm saying is what they built. They chose to have Kurt Angle a week ago say this could wreck my career a week ago knowing what was going on knowing everything he still went on and said this could wreck my career and they sold it in promos for a week for a week they ran promos watch raw on monday because there's something so shocking they, they showed it on tuesday yeah. him saying it right yeah. it could wreck kurt angle's career why did i'm so confused as to why you think that it's impossible to consider the fact that maybe at that point you could just say well, you were talking about maybe his wife wouldn't like the idea. Right. Well, his wife doesn't like the idea, and then because of that, he has to quit his job. And that's the – I said that's the closest I can get to it. The closest I can get to that is a very thin stretch of, well, it could be such a problem at home that now I've got to go deal with home and I've got to leave. Like it's a – got to jump to get to that. And you're still and, – and the big thing here is whether or not it actually – but, but whether or not it's actually – what I'm saying is it's possible, okay. but there's a it, big difference between possibility and being logical. And, and yep. logical and possible, but here's, here's the thing, though, and here's the biggest thing. They built it up to be this explosive news. They built it up to be the big, big news. You guys going to be Dixie Carter, and because it's not... No, no it didn't have to be Dixie Carter. If it had been something related to Steph, it would have been just as explosive. Or anything. anything yeah, there's like a million it. things that can be explosive that are unrelated to Dixie Carter. I think yes. that's they where built they're it going, up and being. Yeah, but like, I think it's going to lead to the Stephanie. Well, it's going to thing. yeah, it's going to lead there. Probably, and, and I think it could be the nepotism thing. Kind of people exactly start what I think. Right. people start complaining whether it's the heels or the faces start complaining about nepotism. I'm not, I'm and not that's really sure exactly how the McMahons end up on the other side of that. I'm <laughs> right, not really exactly. Sure how that would work, and that that's the awkward thing about it. It's yeah. like, how are you keeping him a face while doing this storyline? Because but, you can build Jason Jordan to actually win the matches that he needs to win, and then the heels complain and then say, "Look, this is not you're doing this, that, and the other." You know what I mean? Why are you guys? overlooking the fact that jason jordan for what he is as a character and the jokes the corny style jokes he makes he's just going to be the new kurt angle like that's the I have, entire i'm good with that again this is two separate things that we're talking about actually having jason jordan be kurt angle's son and working a storyline that way i got no beef with it. i like that i'm i think it's ultimately it's clear from the last couple of weeks now explains more of what was going on with why they were pushing Chad Gable and why they were separating the two. Right, because he a had lot, the matches against yeah, uh, yeah, Kevin Owens and, and AJ, AJ Styles. AJ so there's a lot Styles, of things. And he did really well, by the way. Yes, and Chad yes. Gable looks like somebody they're buying in on as a Absolutely. single star on SmackDown. Now, again, it's a crowded field. Why they're breaking up this many tag teams right now is weird. Is well, the thing, that bo- the thing that bothers me about this whole thing is there's been reports that, that – both Chad Gable and Jason Jordan are going to be getting mid-card pushes. The problem with that, the problem I have with that is the fact that you're limiting them to the mid-card already. Well, t- for now, it's a mid-card push, and I, I have no problem with saying, like, no, they got a... specifically th- in the report that well, they yeah, were... But well, 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 but, a mid- you but, get, but for the, the immediate future. Yeah, right. That's a good well, but, point. But here's yeah. the other thing is, 
like if, if you're saying man also said he was going to give Daniel Bryan mid card pushes, and he said he was going to give right. and Drew McIntyre was going to be the champion. champion right. I mean, like there's been there's yeah. been stuff. But you got to get to the mid card before you get to the upper. Like, do you see either of them in a title shot before no. next year's Mania? But could could, could they, they ultimately like, get there because they go through the oh, mid yeah, card? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I like. I look. I'm good with it because we like both those guys, and, and we know they like both those guys. They've been trying to push Jason Jordan since NXT. Correct. Like, when when they were like, trying to fight, going through that, Dillinger, that and, part of yeah. this isn't the part that I had the problem with. The part that I had the problem the with was, build. was the way that you built it for what you ultimately got out of it. And if you had just said, it's going to be a stunning surprise. If you had just said something like that, you're right. There, this is a stunning surprise that a WWE superstar is Kurt Angle's son. That's a stunning surprise. But going the direction of, this could wreck me, this could end my career, and then having that be that, that doesn't add up to me. It adds up as... We want to. We're trying to purposely mislead. And yes, I get it. It's professional wrestling. I've been purposely misled so many times that the fact that I care is nonsense. I understand. But still, if we're going to have this conversation, I'm going to have the conversation. I don't think what they did lived up to the way that it was built. And so I was disappointed. But I can go right from being disappointed in that to being excited about what can come from that. I can do that. I'm capable of understanding that while I'm disappointed, not just because... Look, I wanted it to be Dixie. Hell yeah, I wanted it to be Dixie. Because Jesus Christ, it's <laughs> Dixie Carter in WWE. How is that a bet? Like, there's so much that you can do with that. It would be amazing. And nobody so, would have ever thought that that would have happened unless they watched the Kurt Angle well, 24 yeah, where the they actually was, had her on WWE. Right. And right. it was in Nashville. You know, there was a and lot I think of that was kind of a, Well, I think that was kind of a little red herring that they yeah, threw in they there, were too. Th- like, a, a swerve, that right. you think I, about it. I understand that, right? All of that's there. But it could have been a million things that would have actually fit shocking and truly could have wrecked Kurt Angle's career that they could have done. They didn't do those things. Could they still? And as I always say, do I reserve the right to change my mind if they do that? Could they introduce something where, like, you know, as it turns out— Who is that person who he slept with back in college? Right. Now, that's really tough because I don't know. Like, people talk about Charmel. Like, really, would anybody really care if it was Charmel? I left my ass. Well, the only only reason that it would have cared if it was Charmel if it was the thing back in 05 when he was sexually harassing her. The the time wouldn't work on that. Exactly. That's That's what I'm saying. It it has to be a younger kid. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know who that would be that would make it work. That, you know, like, that would be— that would matter, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm with you. That could be the direction in order to make it something like that. I just don't know how they would do it. All I'm saying, need to. like, I, I, no, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't either. Really I think this is fine. Yeah. I think it's fine moving forward. Right. But to suggest that I shouldn't be disappointed by it is to ignore their own work and their own plot line. And again, I can say that's disappointing based on what you did. Now moving forward, I'm good with it. Let's see where it goes. And yeah, I know absolutely. I, I like. I like. I said. I get what you're saying. It's just for me. I made a lot of. Maybe it's just the way I perceive the storytelling in general. I made a lot of assumptions to get to where they wanted me to get, and I got there. So for yeah. me, it wasn't disappointing. You know what I mean? Like for well, then, you, may, 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 maybe I'm just an idiot, and I don't look at it. No, more it's than, just because it's just because you didn't pigeonhole yourself into I'm only going to be happy if it's Dixie Carter. You keep saying that. That's or not Stephanie the case. Man had an affair with Kurt Angle. There Those could have been a million things. other things that I couldn't Those, have expected that would have been really okay. Name truly. one. You made me. You made us name one. Name one. Name one other thing other than those two options that you threw out that you thought would have been a good. We idea. could have found out that Kurt Angle threw somebody under the bus in order to get his position of power. We could have found out that Kurt no, Angle. That's is, stupid. That has nothing to do with anything. What? Neither does Jason he, Jordan well, being his son. <laughs> well, all right. What, in, 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 what are you talking <laughs> about? In, no, no, no. He was on the phone talking to Jason Jordan. He said, "I love you." How does that play into your? Because throat? this person could have been part of the scheme. I mean, for God's sakes, man, there's a million ways that you can go with this. It but doesn't have to be a love to, interest. 
It's not a stretch well, to you. You can decide what's a stretch and what's not. It would well. It would fit the work that they had done. It would have been genuinely shocking. It could have wrecked his career if you overthrew someone. If you were in cahoots with somebody to get the McMahons out of the picture, yes, that would actually absolutely wreck your career. Unlike having a child you didn't know about and and trying to be a good father now that you know about your child, which is just heartwarming. Not in any way something that's going to wreck your career. It's a lovely PR story that, again, in the real world, would get you play on SportsCenter at night. How's the Juan Dixon story working out right now? Does anybody think that that's terrible <laughs> and that Juan Dixon's dad, you know, this guy should lose his job? Or are we all treating it like it's the greatest story ever and we're putting him on HBO to talk about how wonderful it is? Because okay, it's wonderful. Okay. Okay, okay, and then at the same topic, at the same topic, the antics of Lonzo Ball's father got him an extra ninety million dollars. Are people applauding that? I'm not sure how the two are related. Well, the two are related because the same things that La- that Lamar Ball, La- uh, Lavar Ball has been doing, that everyone said was going to cost his son money and everything. Right. He's a terrible dad, and he was going to do all these things, and it's cost him all the debt. Now Nike has and Adidas have upped their offer. Yeah, from but nobody, but nobody has suggested it's heartwarming in the process. <laughs> Nobody has said what a heartwarming story this is. Yeah, that's pretty we should much make a movie out of this. Pretty obviously about money. Yeah, I mean, I, I dude, I, I, again, I think you're, you're, you're fighting with me for the sake of fighting with 90, me. No, I'm not. You're yelling for the sake of yelling. <laughs> well, I always do that, AJ. Have that's not new Glenn? here. <laughs> $90 million is not heartwarming to you? Maybe I got different... Well, I mean, if it was my $90 million, <laughs> yeah. you're my goddamn heart, right it'd be heartwarming. My and heart it, would it, be warm as shit for $90 million. Do shit for me, because I'm not getting any of it. <laughs> yeah, I got a different definition of what... Bro, do I get a piece of his $90 million? Because if you're telling me that's the case, I'm all in. Did you get a piece of that Kurt Angle hug? No. So why, is that, why was that... He, he got the tears in his eyes. Speaking of that, speaking of that, I, I really, I really want to, like... Say something about Kurt Angle because he sold the fuck out of that. Like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Kurt, Kurt Angle was wonderful. Legit crying and like it oh, was, yeah. it was yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for a minute, a for a job. minute, I'm sitting there like, is he? Yeah, like is this a work or is All this? Right. Let's let's move forward, or so we'll just do I this. I texted just uh, just to finish. I texted yeah. uh, Jason and I said, "Yo, is it awkward to find out that you're adopted on national TV or no?" <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, <laughs> he, he found out before. Yeah, he, he had a fair. phone call last week. I mean, he clearly or, knew, or right? six. I mean, because I mean, the, the yeah. storyline is that Jason found out. He texted Corey oh, right. and Corey. So Jason yeah. was the one who found all this out first. Because he and Corey are boys from NXT. Right? Yeah. yeah, I think there's so much. you can And also, do with did, this story I thought line. we were going to make Corey like Corey's supposed to be the heel announcer. Well, that got awkward a little later on in the show as yeah, well. With is, the the announcing's been Samson awkward recently. Anyway. Yeah, that's... let's let's jump into the show at this point. Right. Um, I wasn't going to talk about it, but w- were Cole and Booker both kind of cheering for Samson weird, during that man. match? It was a weird. I saw you <laughs> say yeah, they definitely were. So I don't, I don't, obviously I don't watch, yeah, I typically don't watch Raw Live. So I saw you tweet something about that, and so I was watching it. I was trying to, I'm like, yeah, you know what? You're right. And look, there have been weird times where these things have happened before, like sort of intermittently, where because everybody's a tweener anymore, like people forget. But this is the Booker one. Cheers, Booker cheers for heels all the time. 
he does. Yeah. Booker's but Cole, Cole was the big one. Yeah, Cole's typically been more of a heel, and you know, like or, or more of a face. Yeah. Sorry, he's well, been more clearly, of a face. He used to be a heel. Now he's been more of a face. I I don't know. I don't know if there's anything to make out of it because I do. I I'm kind of with AJ in this. I think that sometimes this stuff just happens, and it just happens. It's weird because these they're aren't just on minutes. live TV, and they're just talking. Right. I mean, they also well, sometimes talk about things that are completely unrelated to what they should be. Th- I mean, like they right. they just go off script sometimes. Keep in mind too, they are they have, they pretty much always have people in their ear. So like if you're gonna have Finn. Balor against a not a no name, but like a guy as as green as um, yeah, it's definitely part Samson. of part, part of it was building you, him up. You need to build up Samson yeah. to make him legitimate against Finn. So if yeah, you got all your is, announcers a, talking him up, yeah. then that yeah, makes it look yeah, better. Plus, yeah, then Samson gets a rub yep. from Finn, and yeah. it works out for both. Like both people right. come out smelling like roses on the other side of this whole thing. Yeah, and if it, if and it was just them building him up. With- and then Samson hits him with the guitar, and like oh that's my a great God. fucking spot in Nashville, like a little oh, honky yeah. tonk man reference, dude. First of that all, that was fucking great. Everything about Elias Samson is great. Let's, I like, love. Let's Elias not Samson. pretend they need it. to gimmick that guitar wait, better because that wait, did not wait, explode wait, like wait, the chair at once. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Wait, 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 right. wait. Now everything's great about Elias Samson. Well, I've been saying that for the last six months. I've been saying that everything about Elias Samson is great. So then why did you not want to see him fight Finn Balor? Because you said he was... No, no, no. I said... I told you then. No, no, I didn't know why I felt that way. I told you I... Lo- no, no, no. Where he is beneath Finn Balor. No, I said, why is it that I like all of this, but yet I feel... I admitted that there was no reason why I should feel that way. I admitted that overwhelmingly. I said, I love everything about these, but for some reason it doesn't feel right. It feels like... It certainly felt like Finn Balor should have been on the pay-per-view if he's supposed to be the top face and in now, the company. Now, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Now it feels right? No, I don't think it feels any different than it felt. It's still weird. The f- how, you had a pay-per-view that didn't involve Finn Balor, who's the only guy like in the entire show that you know for certain is a definite face. There's nothing tweener about him. And you didn't have him on a pay-per-view. It's still very weird what's been going on with this and why if he was supposed to be built as the top face in the company, that it seems as though that's not been the direction that you've go- gone with it. It's still weird, but it doesn't mean I don't still like both guys a ton. I really like Finn Balor. I really like Elias Sampson. I think they're both doing great work. Yeah, and like um, I said, I think if you're going to do it the way that the, you're, if you have to do it with those two guys, the way they're doing it, I think is great. I think it's like great. you get, like I said, you're getting other than not having him on the pay per view, which not, like, not um, and I guess it's is it done now because you have Wyatt in you know I, I, in the I, picture. I guess I don't know, man. Like it's so it's legitimately been weird, and I. I don't know what else to say about it other than it's been weird the way that they've done it. But I like I, – I can say it's been weird and still like both guys, and I do. I like both guys a lot. It's just been super weird the way that they've done this and that if this was the blow-off, like they just had one match on Raw and that was the blow-off. And it was a DQ finish? Like that it's, – it's weird, man. It's just I weird. Mean, well, then – I mean that protects both people. I, I hear the you, but it's does. still – why did you put all of this into – then do a DQ finish on a pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Like, why? This is weird, dude. It's weird what I'm not done. saying it's not weird, but, like... It's also probably not the blow. They'll probably I, do, like, one more right. and why it will get involved, you know, I more guess. physically or I something. But. I don't know, man. Um, so, we had a number one contenders match. We don't have a number one contender. Now, as we all pointed out, even as I was... Is AJ and I... AJ Didn't and I we been, all pointed out? 
Yeah, oh, I told you last week that despite the fact that I thought it was stupid, I still thought it was going to end up with a fatal four-way, so I was going to be fine with it then. I just thought it was a stupid way of getting there. I said, do you only listen to the one thing and then dismiss everything else that I say? <laughs> do you decide this is what Glenn said this week, and so you no, miss no, no, everything no, no, no. else? I, I, I pay attention to what you scream at the top of your lungs, and then at the end of it, you say, well, actually, this is what I think is going to So everything. So, ba- so what you're saying is Glenn needs to yell all the time. I guess so I just keep yelling. I don't know. I don't know. That's if you spend 10 minutes yelling about how it was stupid and everything's stupid and I hate all of it and I hate all of it and this shouldn't happen and I mean, it's he, dumb. He did nail and it. Then, I mean, it's verbatim then, what I said. And then 10 seconds later, you go, yeah, it'll probably end in for No, for I said very clearly, I know what this is going to become. There's, I said there's no world in which I think this is going, just going to end with Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. No way. But I still didn't like it. I still didn't think it was the right way to go about doing it. All that being said, as I always say, I reserve the right to react the next week. And the next week, they're in a better shape than they were last week. That's fine. Um, there's, there's, I, you're just the, it's just annoying to me how you're the king of overreaction. That, are you a <laughs> professional wrestling fan or not? If you don't, are, are you on a podcast? Right. Like, what, what, what do you want me to do? Just come on here every week and say, everything's great. Let's just wait till next week and not talk. Make make sensible remarks. I, I do. Here, I come on here every single week, and I find a way to talk about what happened the week before and plot out a plan that could happen the next week, the week after that. And sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes I'm right. But I don't assume that the world is crumbling beneath my feet because one thing didn't go how you, I wanted you don't, it to go. You don't possibly time. think that I care this much, right? You don't possibly. <laughs> <laughs> You're my, you're my boy. I, I gotta. I, you don't really think that I care this much. Sidebar. You, you don't, right? Like, really? you know. Other than that, I could not possibly tell you why you screwed yourself. <laughs> because I'm trying to add animation, pal. That's the idea. Okay. Um, you can pretend it's that way. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I can absolutely be animated and have a great time and a great show without screaming at the top of my lungs. Well, I, 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 can, I also think that you believe. Yeah, I think that you believe that I'm screaming at the top of my lungs, and I'm nowhere close to that. No, I yeah. mean, if you haven't seen Glenn halfway yeah. through a bottle of Glenlivet, I mean, or I, something this, like that. I mean, I just I, this he is gets just, a, he gets a lot louder than this. Yeah, I'm so, Italian, I don't know. man. This is just <laughs> what we do. We're animated dudes. It's the way that we are. Um. All this being said, it, I, it's very clear they're headed towards a, a four-way. The only other option would still be to somehow split both of them off. Which is great, by the way. I think the Fatal 4-Way is awesome. But, but when you have Strowman beat up Joe the same amount that he beat up Reigns, you can't split I, them yes, off at correct. this point. I agree with that. The only thing, that, like, if you were to complain, the complaint that you would have would be that Brock Lesnar is supposed to be like a prize fighter, and a Fatal 4-Way doesn't feel like a prize fight. The way that a one-on-one fight feels nah, like a prize fight. I'm fine with You've it. You had a triple threat match. I know. Royal Rumble I, two I, years ago. That's why I'm not the one making the argument, dude. I'm good uh, with it. I'm good. I'm good with it too I because I think I think with as far as Brock goes, he's his attitude is clearly I don't give a shit. Right. Who's next? Right. Just bring him. Put to whatever me, you want to put in there. Whoever you want to put in there. And I I legitimately think that Brock his character truly believes that it doesn't matter if it's one guy or seven guys, that he's going to come out on top at the end. You know what I mean? So Agreed. Yeah. And Agreed. So the Fatal 4-Way is awesome to me because you get four guys who are I... all legitimate contenders now. Like, I didn't like Joe, the, the, the Joe push at first, but I got it because they needed somebody to feed to him for the next pay-per-view. And, and in the process, in the pro- it ended up working. Right, and it ended up working really well. Now, the match was a little short, but I know why they did that because then it makes you want more. Just one sudden F five and the match is over, and then it's like, oh, that was really good. I wish that would have gone for six more minutes. Oh, that's also sort of a Brock Lesnar match too. Like there, I mean, yeah, that's sort and of what you get from also with you know, it's Joe and with Joe and Brock, that might have been the sweatiest match in 
WWE history. Like <laughs> they were both pretty. I mean, they're, they're big ass dudes. That's yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> sons of bitches. Right. I, I have an idea, and um, uh, and it's crazy because I, uh, me saying this, I'm beginning to think that this might not be leading to a fatal four way, but actually instead might be leading to a singles match or a triple threat match. And the one person that would be cut out of the situation, I think, would be Roman Reigns in order to have the Miz versus yeah. the Shield. I was thinking that last night while I was watching, while I was rewatching Raw. I would love it. I think it would make logical sense. I think there would be, you know, it would make all the sense of the world. I don't buy them having a SummerSlam match with more than one person without Roman Reigns. I just, you know, everything that WWE has done to this point doesn't it doesn't make me believe that they would and when i say wwe i mean vince mcmahon uh would want that to happen it's intriguing i think brock lesnar the thing about SummerSlam is that brock lesnar versus literally anyone right. in the title match is its own thing it's right. a draw it's, no matter it what it doesn't matter like it does and having that one having those other people be samoa joe who he just fought and is red hot and then the other guy be the oh, realistically like yes roman could be brock lesnar but, like, if you look at Brock Lesnar, like, there's guys that could beat Brock Lesnar in a match in kayfabe. But if you look at Braun Strowman, he's one of the only guys that you can believe this man actually beat Brock Lesnar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To have no, that, I'm, I agree with you 100% match, on that, AJ. Uh, uh, th- I think that sells. Plus, it's got me thinking. There, uh, there's something else I want to discuss later. When we, uh, well, we'll get to it in a few minutes, but... I, they're, they're, the the way that the SummerSlam card is being built, based on some information that I have that I can't oh, get, oh, divulge here my we source. Go. Oh. I can't divulge my source, and I can't. Well, can you give the can information? Give the info. I can give. I'll just say this. Is that usually how reporting goes? I'll just say this. Uh, there is something that's going to happen in the May Young Classic that, at first glance, you're going to think that it's not a big deal, and it's just WWE highlighting. Something that's going on because oh, I think I know what make, you're talking about here. But there is an actual thing on the horizon that is going to be insane. That you should just just be excited for it. Okay, I have I have purposely avoided spoilers when it comes to the Mae Young Classic. I've seen pictures, and I think I know what he's talking about. Okay, all right, but, but, but we but know this, that AJ this would, was this there. Would, this would be after SummerSlam, though, because the Mae Young Classic doesn't start airing till mid-August, right? Right. Yeah, no, that's why I know you haven't seen shit, Aaron. You just want to sound cool on the air <laughs> because this is a this is for SummerSlam. So that's how I know you haven't seen what I'm talking about. All right. All right, all right. I, we'll leave it at that. We don't. We. I don't want to know anymore because I, like I said, I don't want to know anymore. Now but, I'm more excited for the May Young Classic. I mean, I, I I've been really excited. <laughs> I've been May really Young excited Classic, about yeah. it too. But I've just like now that I know that I'm just like going to be pouring over every match and every episode. Very good. Um, is, uh, way to uh, sell it, AJ. Way, by, by the way, one um, appreciate you. One. Uh, uh, when does the May Young Classic start? Because I'm definitely and uh, by the way, mid August. Right? Yeah, yeah. till I, I think after SummerSlam, which is why what you just said really confuses me. We can find out, can't we? I, I, I think it's, young. it's we have the, sometime. We have the old internet here. It's a new thing we decided to do. Uh, the May Young Classic uh, debut. Um, I don't know. It does not It does not tell me. So I don't have an answer. I wish I could give you an answer, but that's what it is. Maybe Aaron will find it. Look, I um, the uh, for the sake of making AJ's argument, which I can't believe I would do, but I'll do it. 
if you don't do the Shield versus the Miz Taraj, where are you going there? Just just a triple threat? Just just yeah, the three of them would be the only other thing you could do for the for the for the strap, right? I guess. Yeah, the the first round is airing August twenty eighth. Okay. Um, I you know I they could do a triple threat and they'd be fine. You know what I mean? Like they could go when that is, route. When is SummerSlam? August twenty twentieth, twenty first. Yeah, it's that it's before or, that weekend. That, yeah, yeah, whatever that, that weekend. weekend is. So the following okay, weekend then, is then actually, May Young Classic. Then actually, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. What I say still stands. But it makes more sense after you see SummerSlam. It'll make more sense when you see the what happened itself. Before I was just like, "Oh, this is going to be cool for the build to SummerSlam." But so now is this? I, 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 I one one question. I don't want a whole lot of detail because I want to see it unfold myself. But so AJ, you're saying that this is something that's going to have to do specifically with the women's division, or that everything in general, the whole. Specifically, specifically for the women's division. division. Okay. All right. All right. We'll keep that in mind. We'll just file it in the back of our heads. We'll file it away. Don't uh, put your smirk away over there, smirky pants. I'm going to earmark that one because um, I really want to know about it. I'll just it file now. that one away. Um, so, yeah, they could do, go that route with, with Rollins and Ambrose. I could just make that a triple threat match if they chose. But it would certainly have far more panache if they were to do it with the shield versus how awesome would it be if bo dallas and curtis angle the one who, I mean, the, the, who forced you to reunite right, the shield. there is something about that where like if you're gonna curtis get the oh, i love it curtis axel not not curtis angle well curtis he might be yeah, as illegitimate that's true he who might, knows? He might be he his illegitimate son as everywhere. well everywhere. he might be <laughs> hey you're gonna get a botch you're gonna get a botch for that you're one get a botch ah you suck uh that's funny for other reasons that you don't know yet um so i look i I'd be fine with it, but yeah, it would be a little bit weird that that's what it was. I'd love it. Just the the, I, well, the, trust me, I'd love it too. It just it wasn't the Wyatt family that got the shield back together. It wasn't the New Day that got the shield back it was together. The it was the Miz and a couple of guys that weren't on TV for a long time. That's what got the shield back together. But I'd love it. I'd love it if it ended up working that way. Um, anything else that we have to cover from Raw? Uh, yes, because we, we talked about the women, we have to talk about the match. Mm. Um, uh, the 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 number one contender match right, ne- next week, next week yep. versus Sasha and, uh, Sasha versus Bailey yep um, and uh, based on another part of the information that I have been previously alluded to isn't the, AJ, this is the guy who rants against AJ, anonymous sources right? AJ Schefter over not, here no 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 here's the difference is my anonymous source is a real thing I'm not saying I have a really credible source. most people's <laughs> anonymous sources are real. I don't have an anonymous source saying the president was born in Kenya. So, well, I, I mean, I, that's that's you know, it's a different. So, thing. mine, Fair mine enough. is a real thing. Mine's Jesus. a real person who I really know, who I really talked to, and really was <laughs> at his house last week. Um, hmm. uh, and Not when so I tell you that anymore. that match, that match last, that match next week will, in my, I think how if I was building it, how I think they're going to build it. Uh, Nia Jax is going to interrupt in that match. There's not going to be a clear winner. They're going to do eventually do a triple threat, and the match will involve Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss at SummerSlam one-on-one. That makes sense. Which it, I think it should, yeah. because if you have somebody like Nia Jax in your women's division, how the hell is she not the champion? Well, because there's a, a lot of my, qualified people. My, my one concern is they're going to just do the exact same thing and go Fatal 4-Way with it, with Nia Jax interrupting, and I would be yeah, like, I, you're, you're going to do the same thing on that. You guys, talked about, it, you guys talked about it last week, though. Again, like, they won't. I'm just, just, just <laughs> I'm telling you they will not do that. All right. All you right. guys talked about that last week, too, like how putting oh, the women, I, all the I, women in one match it. is just yep. lazy storytelling. I just hate it. And I think it is. I think you need, and I I think 
having Bailey and Sasha in the ring at the same time against each other is solid gold every single time. I agree with that. All right. Um, very good. Let's let's take a break. When we come back in, we got to make some picks. It's uh, pay-per-view week, uh, boys and girls. we got uh, Battleground coming up on Sunday night. Uh, Dale Hoffman is in with us this week at Fat Crab Cakes on Twitter. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's... The main event. A.J. Francis, the Washington Redskins. This is Jobbing Out. Charm City's newest football team, the Baltimore Brigade, are taking arena football to the next level at Royal Farms Arena. This is the first ever season, and you're going to want to be there for it all. Catch a great game with your family sitting close to the field, or get your night started with friends in the Bunker Party Zone. Baltimore Brigade football is high-speed, action-packed, non-stop excitement everyone can enjoy. Get your tickets now at BaltimoreBrigade.com or by calling 667-930-0200. Baltimore Brigade Football presented by MedStar Health, brick by brick. Back in here for segment number two, it is jobbing out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, our special guest Dale Hoffman, and of course, the main event. AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. Well, boys, um, it's been two weeks. So, in the new WWE universe, that means it's time for another pay per view. Time for us to make some picks. Are we going? Uh, I'm hoping that we're going to go. Unfortunately, I, I, I don't. We didn't talk about this on the air, but you know, uh, where's Battleground? It's Billy. in Philly. We've got tickets. I. Mm. So, oh, are you going to be back this weekend? Uh, Sunday. Yeah. I might be able to make. Oh, oh that. okay. How about there that? If I, if I drive straight to Philly Sunday, I would have to drive back to DC afterwards. But I mean, I got to be in DC. I'm gonna probably be in DC Monday. But how many opportunities in your life do you have to see a Punjabi prison? This might be that's the last also, time that's ever. So true, right? I don't know what time I'm gonna have to. I would have to leave. All right, all right. We'll, we'll look into this. We'll look into. We don't have to do all of this on the air. We'll look into <laughs> this. Uh, the moral of the story is a Sunday night in Philadelphia on uh, WWE Network and pay-per-view. Um, we got to make a bet, although I owe like 12 bets at this point. I owe so many bets that I don't know what else I could possibly owe. Uh, but we got to make a bet. Let's do let's, – let's, let's, let's simplify this again. Can we? Is that, are you guys all right if we just simplify our bet for this month? Yeah. Uh, we haven't done an old-fashioned Sangin bet for a little while. The last time we did that – what was the pay-per-view that we did the Madonna bet? I don't even remember which pay per view that was. I get back to pay backlash. Was it that one? I thought it was, it was like it was, wasn't it the Rumble? It pay, because that's why you guys. Backlash. Are you sure of that? I, 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 I thought it was, it was the Rumble. It was pay backlash. Dog, I'm pretty sure it was before then. Like Cause, cause that, that was the one. That was the one that I won because I got the uh, the bonus guys, question right. You guys are so bad at catching a joke. You realize pay backlash is not a name of anything. Oh, you're well, just but, using that, but we use it as a name of something. Yeah, yes. we, we use it as the yeah. combined yeah, pay back and backlash. I now understand because they were only like two weeks apart right. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, now I understand. And yes, we're assholes. That's fine. Well, I'll own that. Uh, anyway, whatever it was, that was the last time we did a singing bet. Was the Madonna bet? So. Um, this week's pay-per-view is uh, a Battleground. Do you remember there was a song in the 80s that Which was... Which was the best pay-per-view of last year, according to Jobbing Out. I, right. Right. Aaron's still bitter about that. He's still mad that that was our show of the year last year. He's st- he has not gotten over it. Terrible. Like, he's still Awful angry decision. about that. It was the most fun. I had so much fun at Battleground last year. It was like I was a child. I could not right. have had more fun. It was that great. Literally, I was... Sta- like, I've never literally... It was a first and still to this day 
only time in my entire life I'd ever seen the two wrestlers get a standing ovation in the middle of a match, right? During the match. Yeah. Wait, what match was that? That was that was Zayn Owens. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. It was so great. Fight forever. Got yes. it. What a, yeah. what a great night that was. And Bailey, it was just such a great night. Um, anyway, uh, so there was another song in the 80s, much like we did um, an 80s song the last time when we did Like a Prayer. Uh, there was another 80s sort of ballad, uh, female ballad. It was Ugh. Love is a Battlefield by Pat Benatar. So in honor Ugh. of Battleground, I suggest that this month's loser shall go on uh, live streaming and perform Love is a Battlefield. What say ye? I'm in. Okay. Dale? I actually sing, so I'm in. Oh, right. Yeah, Dale, is, he is a singer. He's that's a true. singer? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, AJ, you good? Come on, man. You know how oh, it is. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, first of all, even if he lost, he'd be like, whatever. I AJ just... has zero shame. <laughs> yeah, AJ, we could all just go to the karaoke <laughs> bar and do it there. With, I, uh, own all, I own literally, I'm, I never, the bets that I owe last maybe a week at most. Amen. Yeah, I know. I'm stockpiling them. <laughs> I got to clean them up again. I'm very aware. I'll get to it. I promise. Still, we've still not seen either. Who, who's the Doug? Who's, 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 who's the Doug? Aaron and I both owe the Doug and Bet, and we owe Cupping. I owe our truth. Yeah, and that's that's where we're at. Yes. I will, we will get it all cleaned up. I promise. I meant to bring an American flag with me to Aaron's wedding, and I, I'm apologizing. I forgot to do that. I blame having a kid three days before that. That's where I'm at. All right, no valid. <laughs> I think it's a valid excuse. You um, can have that one. That's where we're going. Uh, Aaron, uh, uh, Dale, you listen so you know the way this works. As right. the, uh, the guest, you will make the first pick every okay. time, and then the rest of the three of us will um, alternate who goes first. Uh, Aaron, what is our first match for Sunday? Uh, first match, pre-show, Ty Dillinger faces Aiden English. I didn't even know that was a thing. All right. Neither did I. <laughs> yes, that, that was, I believe, announced over the internet and not at all uh, on TV. Okay. Well, then you're up first. I would say Ty Dillinger. Yeah. Oh, it's not me. It's AJ. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Ten, 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 ten. Look, I'll Ty make Dillinger. I'll make the argument for Aiden English because he's awesome. One, Aiden English is great. I mean, I, yes, he is. And in the limited amount of time he's been in the ring, every time he's in there singing, he's gotten heat. So, um, oh, that's the the problem. And he, got, he is, got a good laugh last night. I don't know how they could have Ty Dillinger. Well, Ty Dillinger lost a lot. Let me take that back. You know what? The hell with it. Aiden English is my choice. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm going Dillinger. I think that the, rump, the Battle Royal was supposed to be kind of a start, not necessarily a push, but kind of getting back you're into right. good graces. I hope you're right. But uh, Ty Dillinger lost a lot, dude, and nobody seemed to care. Did anybody seem to be bothered by the fact that Ty Dillinger regularly lost an NXT? Or no, was he, because oh. fans the, – the, the thing is, Ty Dillinger's career might already, unfortunately – be over. And the reason why is because everybody felt the need to chant 10 as long as they could in every match he was in, just like they did with the We Want Sasha chants, right? Everybody chanted We Want Sasha, and then Sasha got in a match, and then they didn't care. And then Ty Dillinger got in a match, and they didn't care. And people ruined 25,000 Rusev matches saying We Want Lana, and then now Lana's a wrestler, and everybody doesn't care. So, like... <laughs> <laughs> like, like the, the so people are assholes, is, is what you're saying. They're assholes, and they're really weird. I've never heard. <laughs> wow, that. I never heard that. Hey, can you somehow tie this into Roman Reigns, please, so that we can uh, get? I've to been that waiting. I, I wish you wouldn't have said anything. I've been waiting. I haven't. I have. I don't need to. The point is, you know, where the thing is, like fans piss me off, and Ty Dillinger deserves more than he's going to get probably because the ten chance have already died. Like it's already gone. Like they don't. Except for when he's in the match, which is rare, 
And the only reason he got in as many matches as he did, it was because of the damn 10 chance. So like now what is their incentive to put him in more matches? I, I hear you. I, I hear you. It, it, I feel bad for him, but I still think he's going to win. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't. Mainly because, maybe because the, the, the post-match breakdown of the crybaby Aiden English is awesome. That is true too. I didn't think about that. I just really love Aiden English, and I, if, I mean, it's going to end up being why I lose this time. But I just really love Aiden. Look, English. if there's a reason to lose, supporting Aiden yeah, English is I'm a pretty all, good reason I'm to so do it. In on that. All right. Uh, next. Next, we have Shinsuke Nakamura and Baron Corbin. I've heard of him, um, Dale? Um, I think it's going to be Shinsuke. Yep. And my reasoning for that is that. I think the route they're going to go with the money in the bank with Baron Corbin is that they're going to, at first, they're going to have him lose a match to kind of. You're about to paint AJ's scenario that he's been not talking about for the last three weeks. Not make us, yeah. not make yeah. us forget about him, but yeah. kind of be like when he finally does come out, like, oh, shit. I forgot about right, him. Right. You know what I mean? But so, you're saying he's gonna. This it's not doing it on Sunday night. You'd think he's gonna draw it, but drag just, it out, lose it a few more. I mean, I think it's possible that he comes out and does it. Like, well, I, I agree with you. I think, but I feel him. like I feel like it's better booking to right. draw him out a little. Well, bit. there's there's yeah. nothing that you stand the benefit from having Shinsuke Nakamura lose. There's no benefit from that right now. The, the, you, um, right, and I think anybody in the ring with Shinsuke at this point is getting the one of the biggest rubs in the company that you can get at the correct. The other the other thing, the flip side of this is that um, Baron Corbin doesn't need the win. He right, does exactly. He, he doesn't. doesn't. He's he doesn't. got. The yeah, money in the bank. Case. You know, like, he doesn't need it. So the answer is Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, and yeah. it's WWE has always booked it. If you have the money in the bank briefcase, wins and losses don't matter. Yeah. Whether that's true or not, that's what got they the believe. But, I mean, but you, it's, you have the briefcase. And the, it's the only it's way. And you know I'm a wins. 100% true. I, you know I'm a wins and losses guy. But when you have the briefcase, about, it doesn't matter. I don't know about 100%. I mean, they I, I, I think they booked, that, they especially that. for someone like Corbin, who isn't completely established yet, it would help him to win some big matches before he finally Fine, gets the Fine, you can make title. that argument. Yeah. But the truth is, you've got no it, it, it cushions. They, it certainly they did, cushions it. But they also did a lot of good heel booking with Seth when he had the briefcase. So, like, it wasn't like... Yeah, because he, he wasn't the, losing he lost, a ton of matches. Oh, but he, Yes, he was. And he lost the match that night to Randy Orton. Right, that night, and it's fine, and that's fine, and that's I think and that's he, a good and setup. He got, and he got one of, the, and I know, but I know he did. That's, but why, <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I picked for the last three weeks that Baron Orbe, Baron Corbin was going to cash in uh, to, uh, tomorrow uh, Sunday night. night yeah, yeah. I just I don't I don't think he's going to cash in, but I don't think it's there's any reason to have him win tonight. Well, the, the point is, yeah. that oh, in, I agree. I, yeah, I'm yeah. As well, even in kayfabe, I. It doesn't matter. Your whatever match, this match does not matter that much to Baron Corbin. There's no argument and, for why yeah, it should no, matter that much it because matter. he still got the briefcase no matter what. And with the briefcase, he has some inherent strength to him. So when Shinsuke beats him, it makes Shinsuke look better, and it makes yeah, I mean, us yes. kind of yeah. Yes. And, that's and, why it makes and sense. And here's the best part about it: this is what people are overlooking about that whole thing, right? So Shinsuke Nakamura is the best thing on SmackDown currently. True or false? He's the best thing in the history of wrestling. Yes, of course. Yeah, True. Okay, I mean. so some people might say AJ Styles. I, right. like I mean, I, I like the Canales. Close. Yeah, well, I mean, the Canales there's a too. lot of good. Can we all agree there's a lot of good on SmackDown? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. But here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. Shinsuke's going to win this match. Uh, Baron Corbin's going to beat the hell out of the night. Him. Baron Corbin's going to cash in. And believe as champion, I I truly believe leave as champion. It's going to be a one on one match between Baron Corbin and. Uh, Why don't we wait and get to that, pal? Why don't we no, wait and you not give away? 
No, let me just lay out the. Uh, so you're, giving, you're giving away one of your picks if you do that, right? I mean, I've, I've made the same picks. No, we, for know, we know, we know what it is that he's picking. Yeah, so, right. so uh, you Baron have been Corbin, talking about it for a month. Exactly, Baron Corbin <laughs> is is it's going to be a one on one match or maybe a triple threat match involving Jinder Mahal, but probably a one on one match. Um, Baron Corbin versus Randy Orton at SummerSlam. Randy uh, Baron Corbin is going to win that, solidify himself as a up and coming star. And guess who's going to be the next person in line for that title? John Cena. Oh. Shinsuke <laughs> oh. oh. mm. oh, Nakamura because he beat Baron Corbin, right? I hear you. I, hear you. I just assume whenever we ask any question, I just assume whatever the question is, the answer the is John, John Cena. Cena. Right. Just, I, I mean, and I more know. often than not. Yeah, I don't know. Whenever I heard that, Mike. Good odds. Yeah, it's, it's super weird. Yeah, that's definitely playing the uh, math on that one. All right. Speaking right. of John Cena, oh. we have a flag match oh. at uh, Battle, oh, Battleground. Do we? Do we? And uh, it's it's between John Cena and uh, Rusev. Rusev, huh? Uh, John Cena, one hundred percent. There's, okay. I don't think there's any way okay. that you invoke. Uh, I agree with you. I don't think there's any way you invoke nine I mean, eleven and have him lose. Yeah. How? He, he, no fucking nine eleven. Are we really? <laughs> no fucking way you invoke nine eleven and then have here's, him lose. Here's where, and you know what? I'm going to be the guy to do this. You have to give John Cena a ton of credit. Agreed, one hundred. Because when you saw what you were handed with, they like. I couldn't I look, I'd like to think I could be a performer. There's no way I could have gotten through what John Cena got through. I could not have started avoided laughing halfway it through. It was definitely not the prototypical John Cena promo that you always Yeah, used it was something this was the prototypical <laughs> history class promo. I don't know. Like there, there's no way What's what city were they in? Uh oh Birmingham. This was per- So you're in Alabama yeah, and you're was, putting over Hold on. Yeah. So I think it's a lazy promo because you're in Alabama putting over the it's, American it's, flag. It's lazy yeah. in the way that we talked about this whole thing is <laughs> this is glow. <laughs> this this the promo or the entire build or yeah. the entire concept the of the or, or Rusev's entire gimmick, his entire career. Yeah, yeah. that's all, all that fits too. This right. is glow. You're doing, you're doing gorgeous ladies of wrestling right now. That's what you're doing. If the American um, all that can't get said, seen over. It's though. but awkward because they also couldn't really reference anything about the civil rights. Like they really had to tread really Very lightly, lightly on civil rights but when they, they were did. doing that promo. He had to tread lightly. He but had to tread very lightly when he reached that portion of his sermon on but Tuesday. That's night. why Cena is the best in the business. I, you got to give him credit. Is, is there any chance he comes out to the Rocky theme? Oh in my! There's any chance that he's going to do anything he wants. It's so like it's it's almost sad. <laughs> Like when he got to the point where like he admitted what this was, he's like, "Look, I know a lot of you guys don't like me, but, but ha ha, like fuckers, that. you gotta like me now." Like, come on, man. I couldn't. I couldn't have done it, and that's why I give him credit because I would. There's, I get it. You're an actor. Like you can do. There's no way I could have gotten through that entire thing and not burst it out it, laughing right, right. halfway through. I God, so, God yeah. bless John Cena. Definitely John Cena. Yes. Okay. Uh, next. I next. don't know. Hang on. We had. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. I, here's what I'm going to say. Oh, okay. here we go. Uh, <sighs> Strap in, folks. Literally two weeks ago, we all laughed at Steve Miggs when he picked Braun Strowman because he was fighting Roman Reigns, right? right. And Roman Reigns could not lose a match. To get into the main event at which, SummerSlam. Which I, which I also picked, by the way. Just want to point no, out. Both idiots. All right. <laughs> yeah. so, so much uh, idiots we were right. Go ahead. So – the reason his 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 reasoning, which is solid reasoning, he said, "Well, to lose, he doesn't have to get pinned." So that's how I think that Roman Reigns can lose, and we laughed at him. And now I'm sitting here in the same situation, right? And I understand that John Cena, no matter what happens, 
is going to be in a prominent match at SummerSlam. Because he's John Cena. Because he's John and Cena. And by the way, it might be more than one. Cena's going <laughs> to Cena. I yeah, mean... Cena's going to be in a, a prominent match, just like Roman Reigns. He's going to be in a prominent match. But Braun needed the win in order to get himself in a prominent match. And Rusev just came back, and he needs a little bit of building. And let's be honest, nothing gets you more heat than waving a non-American oh, flag. Oh, it would be amazing. God, it would be amazing. So you're, so you're talking about like the hometown boy I, theory kind of thing. I'm like. going to pick Rusev. Oh, oh my So God. you have John Cena letting down the 9-11 victims. Right. <laughs> yes, right. I do. That's a special kind of <laughs> asshole pick there, man. Oh. That's Wow. That is strong, AJ. I'm not um, even going to lie to you, bro. I wish I could do it. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I wish. Hang. Let me think. It's let me think. It's a flag match. The only. I know. Only he just has to grab the. Flag I know. I know. Went. He doesn't really have to. Do so. So, like I said, AJ. So you're thinking along the lines of like what what always happens, where the hometown person always loses to draw heat on the bad guy or on the heel. You're saying that that's going to happen with the American flag. <laughs> yes. Oh my God! Jesus, American that's flag doing the job in Philadelphia. How do you job the American flag <laughs> in? Look, 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 he had God job. Yeah, I was gonna say God. How, did, did the how job. do you job the American flag in the home of where the fucking right, country on, was founded? Hang on, hang on, hang on a second. Wow, hang on. that is strong. I gotta think about it. I gotta think about you know this. What I, you know what was crazy to me? That's I so thought, strong, AJ. Know, and I never thought about this until I was never gonna pick Rusev until this week's SmackDown. The reason why I. I honestly think that Rusev is going to win the match is because I saw John Cena drop the American flag on the ground in during his bit with Rusev. To, and I said, wow, they're just going to let him drop the flag on the ground? I was like, damn. Obviously, it wasn't on the ground. It was on the ring. It wasn't on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, we didn't have to burn it's it. the ground. If, if you're in the ring, what's the ground? The, uh, well, I, hang the on a second. Is this one of those? The is this one of those? The ceiling <laughs> is the, the roof yeah. situations. Is this one of those? Because I've been struggling with it. All right, I gotta make. A, <laughs> I gotta make a pick here. Um, this is actually tough. Now I gotta be honest. This is actually tough for me because it would be amazing. It I, would be fun. I would, I would lose my shit. Yeah, how do you drop if they the do American it this way in Philadelphia? Um, I. All right, let me ask a question. Is John Cena in this match? Yes. <laughs> John Cena is my pick. It took you way too long to get to. Cena's going to Cena. To build something up a little bit. Go ahead. Next. Uh, we got the women's match uh, for the number one contendership. Mm. Oh, more lazy storytelling. Right? Um, all of the women. All of them. All the women. All, all run me down. Besides Carmella. Run me down. So it's... It, why, it, can, why is it why is it lazy storytelling and not just they're going to build storylines for multiple women? I hope that's the case. And I, I hope, hope that's, that's the case. case. But how many multiple member matches have it's, we had in the it's last? It's Charlotte, three weeks? Becky, Natalia, Tamina, and Lana. All right. Um, my heart wants to tell me it's Becky, but my head is saying that for some stupid fucking reason they're going to do they're going to give this to Lana. Yeah. Like, because they haven't, what they've done with Lana over the last couple of weeks hasn't made any fucking sense. No, none. Like, she has zero. Like you said before, she has a storyline, but it's a really weak one. You know what I mean? So, but I, it just feels like that's where they're going with it. And I'm going to, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to preface that with that, but I think it's going to be Becky Lynch. That's going to be my pick. It's your pick? My pick's Becky Lynch. AJ? Uh, My pick is uh, Charlotte Flair. Uh, and um, the reason I'm picking Charlotte Flair is because was this 
Was this supposed to be the number one contender for SummerSlam? That's what Wikipedia says. Now, granted, AJ Styles, then uh, AJ Styles just won a number one contender shot for Battleground and got it before. So, wrestle himself. So, because that's my thing, is so because. Uh, that's why you can't quote Wikipedia when you write a, a professional paper. You have to quote the quote. Uh, I'll Wikipedia. quote who I want to quote. Thank you very much. Oh, don't get me wrong. I was when I was in college. I literally never quoted Wikipedia, but I quoted all of the sources that, that Wikipedia were had. Correct. Wikipedia yes. Page. Yes. That's a uh, which is valid. That's I'm, I'm going to the WWE site to see if it does say SummerSlam on there again. But it doesn't really matter if it does or not. Right. Because of all the information that I told you guys off air that we cannot divulge. Um, WWE.com does say determine Naomi's opponent at SummerSlam. Mm. I still do not believe that's what's going to happen. I still believe that they're going to bump the Charlotte match up. Uh, it's going to be on a random SmackDown. Not a random SmackDown. They'll build it. All right, we'll face next week on SmackDown. And that's how they'll do it. It'll be the main event. It'll be fucking fantastic. And shenanigans will ensue. And I am going to still pick Charlotte to win this match. Um... Somebody's got to pick Lana, right? Like, somebody has to. But it sure shit ain't going to be me. Like I'm I said, gonna... that's my second. Like, I yeah. really feel like if it's not going to be Becky, it's going to be I, Lana. However, for similar reasons, I'm actually going to take Tamina. Uh, Tamina will be my choice wow. because it kind of continues that storyline with Lana. Um, and there's a backstory. If this, if the point of it is to stretch right. to SummerSlam, right. there is backstory between Naomi and Tamina. Yep. And based on what, um, oh, you're getting real. Like you're getting into family now, right? Like you're getting. Well, into- well no, they, they had their team. Remember? Oh, right. Oh my God, I totally forgot about yeah. that. Jesus and Christ. We heard heard them two and Sasha tried to be New Day and yeah. they bombed. Yeah, that was not that was not good. Oh my God, I kind of blocked out that entire yeah. thing. That was as bad. you should. Um, Realistically speaking, I love, I, as you guys know, Sasha's my favorite perform, female performer. And, well, and, and, and your besties. After, after going to the Mae Young Classic, I might have to change that. But Sasha is, as of now, my favorite female performer in the world. Um, and I love Naomi. I'm so happy she won the the championship Agreed. the first time. And then won it again at WrestleMania. I was even more happy then. I'm glad they uh, gave it I, back to I, her when she came back from the injury. That was exactly. awesome. Yeah, I love Tamina. I've always liked Tamina. Even on, I've talked about Tamina on this show. I never. I got shit for that last week, AJ. When I was at, when I was over, when I when we were at uh, Jimmy's. So careful, you know you're yeah, gonna get I mean, shit about Tamina, that. Tamina's great. She puts on, she puts on great matches. She has for a while. She's a powerhouse. She, yeah, she right, but, should be. She should be. She should have the been Nia Jax. Yeah, so here, smack. Not even just Nia Jax. Like, like, I can understand why she's not Nia Jax because even though she is bigger than everybody. Like she's not that much bigger than everybody for her to be able to pull off Nia Jax. Okay, fair. Um, right, she's not China Beth Phoenix big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but, Nicole Bass big. You know what I mean? Like, why, why, why couldn't Tamina be a version of Oscar? There's nothing that says that she okay. couldn't be that. Yeah, I mean, I hear you. So, like, I've always liked all, all three of them, but I will say that promo they had where they did the the Twelve Night Days of Christmas bit in the middle of the ring was the worst promo I've ever seen on live. It wasn't great. It wasn't. Yeah, it not, wasn't. It not, wasn't. Not, not great. Uh, Aaron. Oh, boy. I, everybody brings up a good point. And there's if this is at SummerSlam, the person who I see most likely is Natalia. I, I think that especially if, if – unless you're going to throw multiple people in, which is obviously a very strong possibility. <laughs> what says you, they won't. <laughs> it won't. But if it is a one-on-one match, the logical opponent is Natalia because I just – I don't think they're doing Lana versus Naomi one-on-one. And I – 
it's a little more likely to mean well, it, but they I already still they already did. Well, but not and, not and SummerSlam, not SummerSlam. But but that's what I think. That's why I think Lana is a strong possibility because they already did it, and it's not outside the realm of the possibility for them to test the waters first before they put it into a major program. Yeah, I think that's a really dicey thing to ask to, to show them what they. No, that doesn't mean she can't win. It just means that I don't see that being one on one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, that's tough. But yeah, I'm I'm going just. The the match we we've talked about Natalia seems to be you know always in line for a title shot always puts on a good match which she eventually gets and then yeah. goes away for a while I, I think this oh, would be I a love, good this would Natalia. be a good spot for Natalia uh, here so for, I'm going to for the record four different picks that yep. round yep for yep the four of us I like that next up uh, next up we have tag titles on the line as the Usos take on the New Day all right uh, before we do this I just want to address are we can we make a pick this week. Uh, who we think they're going to have attacking Brizongo? Oh, I forgot we're going to. Can we, can that's we, a thing because can we they make that, they said can it we make that a pick for this week. I hadn't the thought about it. Can we do it at the end of the? I wanted to kind of combine it with this being the tag. Oh, okay. I wanted to say since we're doing the tag division right now, who's going to win the match, and then who do you think they're going to have attacking Brizongo? Can we do that? Are we good with yeah, that? I'm down. Two separate picks right here. All right. Okay. Dale, you're first. Okay, so what? What? Hold on. First, one more pick, time. Pick the title match. Pick right. the title match. So and then, New, Day New Day and the Usos, and then pick who it is that you think has been attacking. I think it's going to be the Uso or the New Day, but it's going to be with shenanigans. So I don't think the titles are going to change hands. Okay. So New I Day think wins. New Day wins New Day via wins. Disqual- or via disqualification count okay. out something along those lines because I think having the Usos have the belts is good for the is good for TV. Okay. Because it's the chase. Right, yeah. and, the, and the Usos are fucking fantastic. Agreed. Yes. The ratings are always better when a heel has the belt. Yes. Like, well, yeah, but this is the tag belt. It's a little bit different. But I hear you. I, I understand. Okay. Yeah. Other than Jinder Mahal, who wrecked the company, I mean, yeah, who wrecked right. the company and right. brought the ratings up immediately once yeah. he won. But yeah, ruined and everything. As far as who's been attacking Brizongo, I, I honestly, I, I, I'm. I have absolutely no idea. Like, well, you got to make a pick. That's the way this works, Dale. Do you want to be a part of this thing or not? I thought you were ready Jesus for Thunderdome, Christ. asshole. I here thought we you were coming in here, swinging your dick around, old Dale Cowherd over here, ready to show everybody what he's got. When did I say any of that? I thought that's what I heard somewhere. I, 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 I remember. That's what you heard I, I remember over at Jimmy's you talking source. about. Yeah, you know, very credible, a very source credible of anonymous source. Yeah, right. AJ's sources told us right. that. Uh, well, okay. Let's break down who's been involved in it so far. Right, well, you get, just the, make your pick, man. The ascension—it's not going to be anybody. I don't. Make your pick. Make your pick. Make your pick. Is—is is it possible that they use this as an opportunity to put over somebody from NXT and bring them up? Maybe. Yes, it's sure. Very possible. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. Right. That's—did you not hear Kevin Garnett? <laughs> All right. So, do you think at any point they bring up, they start getting the uh, authors of pain involved? It's- did you again? Let me refer back to Kevin Garnett here. All right, that's my pick. Authors, of authors of pain. I think Paul Ellering. Authors of pain. I think using Paul Ellering to kind of as like obviously he's the mouthpiece and the brains mm-hmm. of the whole thing. And you know, by the way, that promo with Brizongo and all that—that that, that was well, fucking the, fantastic. Everything they do is amazing. But yes, this. And is, you know, and, and, he said, "I can't wait till they do the Fashion X Files." And you know, the next oh my god, it's so it gorgeous, amazing. right? Glenn, oh. Glenn, did, did, did you look at the the pictures on the wall? Oh my yes. god, the I want to believe. Oh, so oh. much detail. I love oh, yeah. it. I absolutely love oh. it. So, Glenn, you probably know this about me. I'm a movie buff. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. movies. Yeah. So all the movie references in that fucking promo. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. I'm, it was I'm awesome. Phenomenal. 
Godfather, <laughs> seven. It was so good. All right. Like, all of them. So, okay. So, my pick, like I said, I think it's going to be a way to kind of do like you did with Kevin Owens when he was NXT champion. Bring him up. Bring him up against, uh, you know, with Cena and everything, with having, you know, both mm-hmm. belts in, mm-hmm. in consideration. And maybe this is where we learn about the Authors of Pain on the main roster. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the Usos. And my pick is going to be the Singh Brothers. Damn it. Damn it. Oh, that's so that's good. I hate choice. you right now. The Singh Brothers. I did tweet that out the other night, too. Oh, did you? I did. That's I kind of gave it away. I, I tweeted it out from our account. Yeah, the Singh Brothers are my choice. you got to do something with them at some point besides just having yep. them be bodyguards, yep. right? Like, you got to at some point allow them to, Damn it. to wrestle again. And so I think yeah, this would be... That, a, see, I didn't really... going to be my pick, too. So. I didn't think <laughs> about that. I didn't think about them because I honestly didn't know whether they are... Well, in- I hope we're all right and we get a point on you. <laughs> they're all in-ring talent. Like, the, I didn't realize that... I didn't know if they were in-ring talent or they're just... Well, they're, they're the wrestlers. They're boys. Yeah, I mean, they're... Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. You don't know right. that? All right. Um, go ahead. So, yeah, I, I was picking the Singh Brothers. No, and I'm, uh, I'm going with the New Day here. All right. All right, and? and I and I am picking the Singh brothers as well, um, but I I am picking the New Day. But I think the titles do change hands, yeah, because I think that you can't have every match to SummerSlam be um, like I think it. I, this should just be the rematch for the title at SummerSlam. I don't. I can't think of any other match that I think is going to be the rematch for the title at SummerSlam, other than this match. So wow. I'm going. To, I'm going to pick this match. Okay. All right. Very Do you good. think it's New Day Usos at SummerSlam again? Yes, for but a rematch. The Usos are coming right. after their right. their rematch. Right. All right. All very good. You don't, you don't think the Fashion Police get involved at SummerSlam? They well, very well could. But we they just well, we're kind of putting well them in a program at the Singh Brothers. Well, that that could end. Well, that that just builds them. I, well, I, I yeah. could very well see the. I could very well see because of the work they've done it becoming a triple threat tag match. But I don't think because of the work they've done that you can possibly leave the Usos out of that. So. Uh, I think it, I'm I'm actually leaning more towards it's a triple threat match at SummerSlam, but um, I think the fact that the New Day are going to win the belts on Sunday is what's going to make it so that the Usos get the shot at SummerSlam. So here's here's a question I have about the picks because th- clearly they're going to be announcing the whoever it was attacking them. Mm-hmm. So does that mean that they're going to put Brizongo in the ring and have him have a match no. against no, whoever? No, no, no. It, it just, it just they says- did that once already with. The colognes, they and they did. had them come out, right. and then they had the Ascension come out, and then they had a if match. If that happens, it's irrelevant. We're but not including I'm just it in our picks. Ma- okay. Yeah, all right. We're not including that in our picks. It's just who we think is going to be okay. Done. the attackers. That's all. All right. Next. Uh, next, the U.S. title on the line as AJ Styles defends against Kevin Owens. Uh, go ahead, Dale. <clears throat> I, think, I think Kevin Owens wins it back, and here's why. I think that with the whole business of John Cena having his U.S. Open challenge still up in the air, I think it opens up a triple threat match for SummerSlam between AJ, Cena, and Kevin Owens. And that could be the match of the night. I don't... Go ahead. It's not my pick, so yeah. go ahead. It's my pick. Yeah. Um, I am going... I'm thinking about this similarly and where they could possibly be going. And right. then last night they did have that little stare down between Styles and Nakamura. They they, they hyped up... if Not just that match, but the whole open challenge in general. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to call out and one time I'm going to answer. I don't think you do that tease if you're going to have Styles drop the belt immediately here and stop the open challenge. So I'm going with AJ Styles. AJ? Uh, that's my exact thought process, but... I, I think that I can't believe I'm saying this. I, I think that could you imagine, think about this match for a second, okay? 
Think about a fatal four-way for the United States Championship. All four of them. At, at SummerSlam. Yeah. John Cena, Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles, Kevin Owens. Yeah, I mean, yes, that be, wouldn't it'd suck. Be bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would not be terrible. And Shinsuke comes out on top. We're doing an awful or, lot of fatal four ways, however, at SummerSlam. Well, I get it. We kind of have to to get everybody on the say, card. I was going to say SummerSlam. They're kind of starting to turn it into Mania, where they're trying right. to get everybody on the, on the card. card. I get yep. it. Yeah. Um, but I also don't think I also I don't think as many things that are going to be fatal four ways. Like I don't like once I said I don't think the fatal four way. I don't think the main event's going to be a fatal four way. I think Roman's going to be in the Shield reunion because that's money. I mean that's yeah. You're Roman, printing money on that one for sure. Roman doesn't. Roman doesn't need to be in the main event. Like you make just as much money having someone else be in the main event and Roman Reigns in the Shield as you do Roman Reigns in the main event and just two members of the Shield joining up. So like, uh, you actually probably make more the first way. So um, I, I'm going to pick AJ Styles, but I think this is gonna the whole U.S. Open Challenge thing. The only thing that throws a wrench in my plan that makes me think it might not end up being a fatal four-way is still, like, we don't have a plan for him versus anyone on Raw, but the John Cena free agent thing is mm-hmm. still uh, it's still a thing. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and Cena right. Owens would make a lot of sense. Yep, no Lots. doubt about that. Um, I still have to make a pick, by the way. I'm going to go with Kevin Owens. That's – I. well, man, damn it. I didn't there think, I didn't think anybody me, was going to agree with me. There's a small part of me that says, why – if you do do it, but if you give it to Owens, why, why did you do the AJ Styles thing to begin with? But the answer they want, would is they be want they to want to do something MSG. cool at MSG, yeah. and so I'm back, right. I'm back to Owens. Yes, Owens is my pick. Okay, that's my choice. And um, that could also fall into the same category that I just said about the New Day and the Usos, right? Where you have them do it again, uh, Kevin Owens, because realistically, if they wanted to do Kevin Owens, AJ Styles at SummerSlam or any variation of that with maybe Shinsuke getting in, maybe you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, if Kevin Owens beat, like they're planning on Kevin Owens beating AJ Styles here at Battleground, so if he beat him, why would a AJ Styles get another shot, and b why would he want to go after the U.S. title again unless Kevin Owens like fucks him up after the match? Yeah, something they, like they, that, right? Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, you know, you could always just do the rematch clause thing, and then Cena comes out and says, "Well, what about me?" And then yeah, yeah, yeah I thought there was an open saying. challenge. That's yeah, yeah. That's, oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think that. Uh, they dropped it at MSG to have a, uh, to if what you're saying is about them doing a rematch, it makes sense. And the main event, of course, Shane McMahon versus helicopter. <laughs> oh, oh my god! And Shane couldn't even put the helicopter over. Right? Yeah, won't even do the Just job. No sells everything. Won't even do the goddamn job for a helicopter. All right, so yeah, that actually happened. Like we didn't know about it as we started re- recording today. Well done, Aaron. Normally, you're not very funny, but today. You did something, and there I respect that. What, there we go. Um, yeah, that is, it's one of the more bonkers stories <laughs> ever. Uh, Shane McMahon survives a helicopter crash, and it's totally fine. Did everybody survive? Uh, yeah, right? That's yeah, it was, it was just him and the pilot, and both of them walked away unscathed. That's insane. That's so insane. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Anyway, yeah. it is a Punjabi prison match between Jinder Mahal and Randy Orton. So... There's been one other Punjabi prison match. Two others. There were two Punjabi prison matches. There was the one in 07 between Batista and Kali. There was supposed to be one between Taker and Kali. Kali in 06 at the Great American Bash. Right. There was some Kali. Kali tested for elevated liver enzymes or whatever exactly it was. Big Show replaced. So it was Taker versus Big Show. What does elevated liver enzymes mean? I don't know exactly. I'm not a medical person. People have various theories. He he was on the he was on the sauce. (laughs) Quite possibly. I, I mean, I, How much I bigger know. do you need to be than Kali? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
Uh, so yeah, so this would be I mean, the you third ever. Same thing about Brock and Roman. And, you know, so true. Now, <laughs> who won that one between Big Show and? I believe it was Taker. So Taker was supposed to go over either way. Yes, I believe. So in all, in both of the matches, the non-Indian has lost, has won the Punjabi prison match. Let me double check that, but I believe that's the case. Okay, well in that no, case, I, I don't, I don't know for sure. We don't know for sure that whether Kali was supposed to go over or not. How many? Yeah, I mean that's usually. I mean, Kane loses a lot of Inferno matches. Yes, and, <laughs> and, and Taker always valid. Taker loses the Buried Alive match, and Taker has lost I mean, a couple Buried Alive matches. That's true. That, the only person that truly has a like a good record in their specific type of match would be Bray Wyatt in the House of Horrors. Uh, but that only happened one time, right? Yeah, but he gets a hun- if if you bat once and you hit a home run, what's your? I mean, that's true. You're batting a thousand. You're right about and that. Chris Jericho did never win a Money in the Bank match, even though it was his his brainchild. So yes, Undertaker did beat uh, Big Show in that. Okay, first one. well then I'm gonna go with Randy Orton in that case because I don't know. I'm just honestly, I'm just going with history. Like if it's your match, odds are you're not gonna win it. Um, that's pretty much been the case. I think we know AJ how you're going. Yeah, I'm, like I like I told you guys, I, I'm I've said it for almost a month now. Uh, Randy Orton's going to win this match, um, and I hope that gender doesn't just get. I, I could see a situation where, let's say, I'm wrong and John Cena wins the match, which is probably going to happen. Yeah, but um, <laughs> you are betting against John Cena. The, the, him winning betting the against match, America. Him winning the flag match and being Mister America, and then Jinder Mahal needing someone mm-hmm. to win with after that. That makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. You know, yeah. I could see a Jinder Mahal, John Cena one-on-one match at SummerSlam. A, that's a huge spot for Jinder Mahal. A huge spot for Jinder Mahal. Agreed. To be honest with you, John Cena versus John Cena at SummerSlam is bigger than. Did any- you just say John Cena versus John Cena at SummerSlam? <laughs> That'd be the you just of- gave Vince McMahon a literal <laughs> wet dream. No, I said Vince versus McMahon John Cena. Likes big sweaty man. No, I'm pretty sure you said John Cena versus John Cena at SummerSlam. No. I'd want to see John we'll Cena versus John Cena one. at SummerSlam. If, I, 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 if, if you did, you guys, are, you guys are savage as fuck. You know that? Every time he makes a mistake, you just right down his throat. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, because he's never done that to us? I'm not saying that you're not. I'm just saying that you guys are fucking savages, all of you. Jinder Mahal, uh, Jinder Mahal versus John Cena at SummerSlam is bigger than any match he had on his build to the championship. It's bigger than him winning the championship. It's bigger than him defending the championship multiple times. It's bigger than anything he's done. It doesn't hurt that it's in a hot-ass town, too. Exactly, and it's in Brooklyn. And the only problem that could come from that is he might be the face of the match. (laughs) (laughs) That's not... So wait a second. So, but you're... But you're... Picking Randy Orton. Yeah, I'm 100%. He's, he's, saying, he's saying Cena Mahal in a singles match, not Just in a not title, title match. match. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Very good. Uh, Aaron? No, it's you. Oh, it's me. Right. Yeah, shit. Um, man. Boy, this is complicated because you can get there both ways, right? Like, you can get there having Jinder Mahal win it and then do John Cena. You could get the way, the way that you're talking about. I have been inclined to agree with you, Heather, that I don't think Jinder's going to be in the title match at SummerSlam. So I'm inclined to say Randy Orton here. See, I, I'm with you that... I, I'm kind of going the same direction you're thinking, AJ, in that I think Cena Mahal makes a lot of sense as to where they're going. I'm just... I, for some reason, I'm inclined to think that's for the title. 
and probably because John Cena's involved, and if John Cena's involved, yeah, right. of course it's for the title. Right. Um, do they give him the record breaker? But do they give him the, the record, record breaker, breaker at SummerSlam? Isn't, doesn't that feel more like a WrestleMania? It does. Can they hold off Cena not winning the title for that yeah, long? I mean, really, this is John Cena in the championship. Yeah. I mean, he's going to win the belt either way. So what? Why do they need to rush it? Because it's WWE and it's John Cena. They don't yeah, need to honestly, rush it. And honestly, how much longer are we expecting John Cena to be around? Like, are, are, are they? Well, risk, I'm certainly are, expecting him to be there at WrestleMania. But are, you know, yeah. do they as risk far injury? Are they? You know, as far as I know, like I actually have looked into it and see if he has any projects coming up, and I don't think he has anything. Eh, he can get one. I'm <laughs> sure he can get one for sure. He can get one. But most of his stuff that he's gone out for has been literally, you know, months and months ahead of time, where he can actually. Look at it and say, okay, well, he's scheduled to do this, so we know he's got to be uh, not going to be on TV is from X date, Y date. Is he in the Daddy's Home sequel? I didn't even know there was a Daddy's there Home is, sequel. There, uh, is. there is. And it's it looks it, fantastic. It looks fucking amazing. Does it, it looks better than Mel Gibson. I, I, I Mel want Gibson. to say I heard that he was part of it, but I'm not 100%. So you get. You get I, ass- <laughs> I assumed when I found they were doing a sequel that John Cena would have like a prominent role in it, and he still might, but the way that they did it is different than how I thought they would do it. I thought they would do it with. Um, John Cena basically playing the role Mark Wahlberg played in the last movie and basically making right. the same movie again, except now it's three of them instead of two of them, so it could have been just as funny. But what they're doing now instead is they're bringing uh, Mark uh, Wahlberg and uh, Will Ferrell's dads into it. Yeah. And the dads, Mel Gibson and John Lithgow. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, and yes, Deadline did report that John Cena will be in the movie. So he's going to have to do pub for that, and that movie comes out soon. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, the, the, look, I, but all that being said, yes, I think there will be more opportunities for John Cena to break the yes. record if he doesn't break the record now. Yes, I'm not saying he has to, but more and more, just looking at how SummerSlam is falling, that would seem to fit. I'm not saying that it, you know, it has to happen by any stretch, but that would be a match that would fit there. I mean, I can uh, so I'm, I'm, going to gen- I'm going with gender. I can understand why they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't wait till WrestleMania because, you know... They've been doing that a lot since the brand, like since the brand split. They're really trying to elevate the big pay per views more than you know the smaller ones. Yeah. So I, I I guess it's a good way to get draws if you got John Cena in a title match. That's always yeah. That's and, always and a draw again. You know representing I mean? America. So, yes. Yes. Right. Defending America. Who else can save us from the yes. evil guy who brings the Punjabi prison back yeah, and right. hates America? Captain and, America. Right. And yes. you you had a good thing on Twitter the other last night. I think it was. That said, you know, you know, that's why Cena is going to win because, you know, you have to have Captain America win on a program that there's an Indian heavyweight champion. There's a Canadian claiming to be the well, face of America. he's also Canadian. Canadian, yes. But, yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> but okay. in, WWE, in real life, you're absolutely right. In WWE it is, land. It is a bit much when yes. they have Randy Orton talk about how he read the hopes and dreams of an entire country. country. I'm like... The, the other country, billion. like a different country than the one he's from? It is the second largest WWE market in the world. I know. I that's, know. Le- that's a legit I market. I hear you. All right. So All right. I'm picking gender. Very good. Uh, there you have it. That's our picks for Payback on Sunday night. When we come back in, we will be joined by James Storm, uh, who at this point has really done just about everything there is to do in professional wrestling. But we'll talk to him about Global Force and uh, Impact on Pop. We'll do that next. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. Dale Hoffman's with us, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Steve Ginsburg profiles former Baltimore Sun reporter Ken Rosenthal, now one of baseball's most prominent voices for Fox Sports and MLB Network. Plus, Ravens beat writer Bo Smolka previews training camp, 10 questions with Orioles closer Zach Britton, and more. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, 
including 60 Royal Farm stores. You can also find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Sorry about your damn luck. Back in here for segment number three. It is jobbing out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun, Rolling Stone, of course. The main event. A.J. Francis of the Washington Redskins, our next guest. Very excited to chat with this man. Is um, Boy, he is getting to the point where we have to call him a legend of professional wrestling. Everything that he has accomplished, uh, you have certainly loved him as part of America's Most Wanted and beer money over the years. Um, I, I know uh, things didn't go the way that he wanted them to go at Slammiversary a couple weeks ago, but such is life, that happens. He is uh, Global Force Wrestling's own James Storm, and he joins us here on Jobbing Out. James, it's good to talk to you, man. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us this week. Uh, no problem, man. Give me give me just a few minutes to uh, you know have a couple cold ones as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I we're. I still wait for my honey to do list. <laughs> all right. First of all, before we get anywhere, how you how you doing? I know that um, the, the the things did not go obviously the way you want them to go against EC three, and I know you were banged up. How you feeling? Everything good? Yeah, man. I'm doing. You know, I'm doing great. Uh, you know, I just had to take some just a little time off, but. Uh, I'm all good and uh, ready to go again. You know, the old saying goes, you win some, you lose some, but uh, you live to drink a beer another day. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and you've, you've won plenty of, of your own over the years. Hey, how cool, you know, for you guys, Slammiversary not only was, it's obviously it's your guys' biggest show every year, but then this year you had all of the attention that came from having D'Angelo there and a ton of national media. Like, how good did it feel for everybody in the back how well Slammiversary went this year? You know, it was really good. You know, I had that uh, buzz again, you know, back when uh, we used to always do the pay-per-views and stuff. And, uh, you know, it definitely made the guys step up their game. And, uh, you know, instead of treating it just like another show or something, you know, and I think everybody was surprised at how well uh, D'Angelo did, too. You know, especially me. I was just like, wow, <laughs> you guys are blowing me away with, the, you know, the backflip he's doing and stuff. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, but... Uh, you know, it, it was it was a it was a great time and uh, definitely a, a really good thing for the company. You know, you talk about getting that buzz back, and when is the last time that you felt this sort of energy around? I guess what is now Global Force Wrestling. Uh, it's I mean it's you know honestly for me it's it's been a long time. I want to say probably you know five years maybe. Wow. Wow, man. But it's the things, there's just so much going on right now. Like, they clearly, obviously, for the entire company, the last 12 months have been hot for a, a ton of reasons, and the Hardy's a big part of that. But, like, it, it just feels like right now, you guys, there was some question about where you were in sort of the pantheon of wrestling organizations, and some of those questions have been answered now. Yeah, you know, and, and it's still, you know, still an uphill battle. You know, uh, I like to say, Rome wasn't built in a day. And Jeff and, and, you know, Anthem and everybody knows that it's, you know, just one pay-per-view is not going to solve our problems. We're going to have to keep, you know, busting our butt and uh, just, you know, take it day by day and, uh, you know, let the pieces fall where they do. You know, James, I I was uh, been a free agent twice, and I know what that feels like when you're unsure of the future, but you're excited because you feel like you're wanted. Well, you spent a little time in NXT before ultimately deciding to go back to, to Impact Wrestling. How was that? process for you the negotiation process was it a bidding war did you did you feel like you know you had worked your whole career to get to that point to be able to say you know what i can do the best decision for me and my family and i'm gonna see what it's going to be 
Yeah, you know, and that's exactly what it uh, boiled down to. You know, everybody's like, oh, money, money. I'm like, no. The point in my career, like, I'm I'm good with money. I did very good with my money. Uh, and uh, it was all about my family. You know, my, my wife, she wanted to have another such kid and uh, just, you know, had some personal issues I needed to take care of. And just with the WWE schedule at the time, you know, I just, uh, it was just something that I, for me, I personally, I don't think I was ready for. It's not as conducive for beer drinking. I mean, let's just let's just call it what it is, right? Like when you're out on the road all the time, it's it's a little bit hard to drink all the beer that you want to drink, isn't it? No, not really. You know, you <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. No. You know, <laughs> you know I always make time to have a beer. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> he is James Storm. He's with us here on uh, Jobbing Out. James, what, what, what AJ's alluding to, though, I think is is so cool, and I think it's something that. Uh, is a cool thing for, for any professional wrestler right now to be able to prove, which is that you can do it sort of doing it the way that you want to do it. And I feel like there's yeah. got to be something really powerful just about being in that place, right? It is, you know, and, and, and like I said, you know, when you're a free agent and, you know, I had more offers than just WWE, uh, you know, and, and that made me feel really good. It's like, oh, wow, like, you know, I am, you know, pretty much still wanted out here. So, uh, you know, but the ultimate decision just came down to, uh, you know, I, I believed in Impact Wrestling, and you know, I just wanted to go back and, you know, help out, help out those guys, and help out the company that, you know, ultimately I helped start. You know, look, looking back at these past few years for you, it, it's been crazy. Obviously, the the NXT, the T, TNA stuff, but just in character, in gimmick, you've done the Revolution. You got back with Beer Money. You started the DCC. You feuded with Billy Corgan. You're now doing the thing <laughs> with EC3. You've done a ton of different things. What just, what has it been like? Man, I, I, I'll put it like this: I went through more changes in the last year than uh, letter changes in Impact Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> name changes you know and, uh but you know it's uh you know my credit just shows that you know I, I you know i'm not just you know cowboy james storm that i can just go out and i can play these other characters as well at this point in your career james what what is your goal right now oh man, you know everybody's like oh well you're getting older you're getting older well you know as well as i do you know when people say that you bust your butt even more absolutely people wrong you know and, and to me, I'm in the best shape and feel like the best that I have ever in my career. Uh, just because, you know, I just changed the whole way that, you know, I've been eating and training and stuff. And, uh, you know, and, and now I'm, well, I want to prove light everybody wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right? Mix in like a Michelob light every now and then, right? <laughs> right? I, I switched to light beer. <laughs> Well, you say you're getting older, but you just turned 40, and in wrestling years, that, that seems like a spring chicken these days. Everybody's wrestling well into their 40s, so it seems like you got another you know, decade in front of you. Yeah, and, and, and what a lot of people don't understand is that's where, you know, around like 36 to 40 is where you really learn how to work, uh, you know, and when you finally learn how to put everything together, uh, you, you know. It took me a while to learn how to speak on the microphone and then how to kind of put everything together in matches. And then and then to put it all in one, I feel like now I'm at that point in my career where it's, it's coming pretty easy to me. Uh, he is James Storm. Of course, you can watch Impact Wrestling every Thursday night on Pop TV. James, there's one thing that appears, everything that you've accomplished, there appears to be one thing that's kind of missing, that, of course, being uh, heavyweight champion. Um do, do you think about that? I know this is such a weird thing because it's kayfabe, right? Like, it's not I, – I, I don't know how much that matters, that, that you accomplish that when you consider it's it, – you're not fighting necessarily. But is it something that you think about that you'd like to have a title run before it's all said and done? 
You know, I, I look at it like this. When I go to the bank, they don't ask me if I'm a champion or not. <laughs> so, you I know, I got in. You know, I got into wrestling. Uh, you know, to make money and to be able to make a living for my family. Uh, you know, the titles and everything else that that go along with it. That's fine. But you know, I'm not one of these guys where. You know, I have to have a belt. I always look at it like, you know, I'm not trying to compare myself to it, but, you know, like Rock and, and you know, Jeff Hardy. Those guys don't need belts to be over, you know, and that's how I feel. I don't, I don't have to have a belt to be over. And, and by the way, I just realized I'm an asshole and that you were I, – I, I don't know how I forgot that you had won the title the one time. I have no idea. Don't, and don't so, worry, I, I forgot too. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's I what all those beers will gone. do. Yeah, right? I'm a, I'm a jerk. Aaron was like, dude, he actually won the title. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. I don't know how I forgot about that. Anyway, But another run at this point, you know, right, I guess is what I would have been saying. That would be what I would be referring to. But as no, we learned – No, but, you know, it, it, does, it does make guys feel good because, you know, when, when the company puts the belt on you, that means that, you know, they believe in you enough uh to really you know carry the torch and everything so that's that's you know that's how we look at it in the locker room yeah no doubt about that i'm gonna get a botch for that too i just realized but i'll yeah, absolutely that's, botch. The way works. that's the way that it you works fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up. hey uh james some of the stuff that we were alluding to and you kind of joked about with uh, how much tna has changed you know names things along those lines how how difficult has it been like this is your livelihood for other people in the professional wrestling world and Jokers like us that just sit around and talk about it, like it doesn't affect us in any way on a day-to-day basis, any of these stories. But you guys are living this day-to-day. How difficult has that been? you got a family. you got a lot of things going on. How tough has it been uh, over the last couple of years? I mean, it's, it's, it's really hard, you know, especially, you know, when everybody starts to run, oh, well, they're going out of business. They're doing that. Doing that. I always tell people all the time, I'm like, why would you want any – company really to go out of business where you can tune in to see some of your favorite wrestlers i mean yeah. you know you see you know you see aj and joe now in wwe and a lot of it's still a lot of the wwe fans don't know they actually came from impact wrestling you know uh so i mean and to me it, it gives other guys because let's, let's face it there's only a limited amount of slots in professional wrestling where you can make really good money so why would you want a company that's paying guys to make a living to go out of business Agreed. Wholly agreed. We've talked about that a lot on this show. Like, and, and, and competition's good, too, right? Like, I think that it, even exactly. if, if you're not a huge fan of Global Force, of Impact, but like you, you see the WWE clearly was ripping you guys off last year. Let's just, let's just call it like it is. We talked about it. Like, you, what you guys, what the Hardys were doing, the WWE was trying to figure out a way that they could do something similar. Like, the, the competition is a good thing for all people involved. It drives everyone, and everyone is trying to be better because there's competition. It makes everyone better. That's like, you know, having the NFL but only having the worst in Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> Redskins fans might like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, okay, who do we play? You know, nobody's going to get better. <laughs> No Let's doubt, go man. Pitch the ball. Yeah, right. No doubt, dude. You're absolutely right about that. There's no question, man. James, whenever I, uh, whenever we have somebody on the show, uh, I always like to ask, um, you know, there, there's got to be somebody in Impact Wrestling right now that you've yet to work with that you would love to work with. Who would that be? Uh, you, you know, uh, right now I like working with Lashley uh, because yeah. I mean, he he's a freaking monster. Like he's a beast. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And, and man, just, uh, you know, now, like, to me, like, he's at the top of his game. Uh, you know, everybody's stepping it up. And, and for him to be able to be that size and move, move like that, like, 
come on, why couldn't my mom have slept with, you know, his uncle? <laughs> 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 I could have got some genetics like that. <laughs> That's maybe the best quote we've ever had on this show. That is legitimately the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Like I, I, I tell my mom all the time, like, why couldn't you sleep with like a Puerto Rican or something? So at least I could have been like brown skin, so I don't have to go tan all the time. <laughs> How hard it is to tan all the time? <laughs> oh my god. I'm going to piss myself in a second here. I'm going to end up losing it, man. Hey, you know, James, here's the thing. We need to get you guys around here. And I I know you guys still do touring and you still do do shows, but it's been a long time since we've seen you this way. And I'm sure you remember how freaking rabid this area is for professional wrestling, Baltimore, D.C., the whole range. Like, how how do we get you guys back here sometime, man? You know, I think uh, you know, I think Jeff and his team are now. Uh, you know, we're starting to tour now, so I think they're taking it baby steps at time, which is good. You know, instead of just jumping in and just start running all these dates, and they're just picking. I think they're picking the, the locations. You know, where you know they can go back and see where they had the, the biggest attendance or or made the most money or something like that. So, you know, I'm pretty sure that uh, we're going to be there very soon. Like you said, I mean, because the fans there are just it's just crazy, uh, and and it's really good for the guys to get out on the road. Because now we get to experience different fans every night instead of, like, you know, the same old crowd yeah. in Orlando. Yeah. How has Jeff's return – what has that done for the locker room? What has that done for the company? You know, I, I, think, it's, I think it's good for the, the locker room because everybody's stepping up now. Uh, you, you know, Jeff, he don't, take, he don't take no crap, you know. So he's, he's out there saying, look, this is how we want it. Do it this way, plain and simple. And, and to me, that's how a company should be run. You know, the boss tells you to do something. You go do it. How hard is it? You know, I think before, I think before you had guys just going out there and going into business for themselves and just doing whatever they wanted to do. Uh, before we let you go, I saw a picture on your Twitter account recently of you hanging out with somebody that uh, I think turned a few heads. Um, Cindy Lopper. Yeah. <laughs> that was the one. How did you know? That'll turn my head. Um, obviously, it's uh, it was Bray. Um, I, I, tell me about your relationship with Bray. I mean, obviously, he's been around wrestling, you know, his entire life, right? Like that's just that's all he's ever known, and. Do you ever think about, like, what it would be like to maybe get an opportunity to work with a cat like that? Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, you know, we was hanging out in Nashville. You know, they had shows in Nashville. And they had the Jeff Hardy uh, party afterwards, and Jeff uh, just called me and asked me if I'd come up. And, you know, Bray was there, and, and this, that's, that's actually the first time that, you know, I ever met him. Uh, oh, wow. He came up to me and just, he just came up to me and just grabbed me. He's like, James Storm, come here. That's cool, man. <laughs> Dude, That's like, cool. I effing love you, man. <laughs> you know, and we sat there and we had a couple cold ones and a couple shots of Jack and you know told war stories and sounds like I a great day. Like finding my long lost brother or something. <laughs> <laughs> what happened here? That's know? awesome, man. So what you're saying is we're getting a James Storm Bray Wyatt tag team really soon. Yeah, it's clearly on. It's coming. That's the, yeah, that's, hit the dirt sheets. Watch out. <laughs> God, I, I want nothing more in my life, though. I can tell you that right now. God, I need yeah. that to happen. Could you imagine the or, promos or, or alone? Just go be follow the beer. That's, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> that's it. That's it. We got to go. All right. <laughs> He's James Storm. You got to watch Impact every Thursday night on Pop TV at 8 o'clock. And, uh, James, what can we plug for you, man? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, T-shirts? Yeah, definitely. You know, know, if you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at James Storm Brand. Uh, You can go to uh, sorryaboutyourdamnluck.com and buy my merchandise and see where we'll be next. 
man, like I said, you know, no matter what wrestling promotion is, just go out and support it. Support professional wrestling. That's awesome. Uh, because, you know, to me, I think it's on the rise no matter what promotion it is. And, you know, we help out the guys involved. That's awesome, man. You're awesome. Uh, we've loved watching you for a long time, and we can't wait to see what's next for you. Hey, James, really appreciate you taking the time for us this week, man. Best of luck moving forward. Let's talk again down hey. the line. Yeah, sounds good, man. You'll take care. Very cool. Great dude. Uh, appreciate James Storm hopping on with us this week. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah, right? Oh, my God. When he said that, fuck, oh, my God. I'm never going to stop laughing about, um, about why couldn't my mother have slept with his uncle or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was That's hilarious. So funny. And he said, follow the beer. Yeah, follow, follow the, the beer. beer. <laughs> That's great. That would be a great tactic. It would be tremendous. There's no doubt about that. All right, let's uh, wind things down. Let's get a quick count. Uh, Dale Hoffman's back with us, uh, who's been uh, hanging out all show at Fat Crab Crab Cakes on Twitter. Easy for me to say. I talk for a living. Um, Clearly. Let's let's touch on a few things related to the quick count. I I think we actually have more like four stories. We're going to kind of jam a couple of them together as much as we can. Do we have anything that's off the reservation this week? Do we have any? AJ? Technically, yes. It's not uh, really off the reservation. It's off the reservation. It kind of is. We started it's, off the reservation with NXT, uh, so this is even beyond NXT. I guess. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll combine mine into one because they're both not NXT, Raw, or SmackDown. Um, I wanted to just take a quick second to say, guys, if you haven't seen – like I don't watch I, – I will admit I do not watch 205 Live every week, but I, when I do watch, I'm always impressed. Um, this week, it's – it's it's crazy that it went first because everything after that kind of fell flat. Uh, the Tazawa, um, uh, Aria uh, Davari, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ari, yeah sorry, Aria Tazawa versus Aria Davari match it was the main event, and it was a good match. But it that and the Brian Kendrick match before that all fell flat. It all fell flat because the opening of the show was the two out of three falls rubber match between Mustafa Ali and Drew Gulak. Guys, by the way, Mustafa you, Ali. Oh, guys, if you haven't seen both of them. this match, oh, if you haven't seen the two out of three falls match, the very next thing you should do is go on to go on the WWE Network and watch this match. It was crazy. It was such a good match that, like we talked about last week, how the 205 live crowd is is sometimes dead. That by the end of the match, like they tried to, they tried their damnedest to be dead throughout the whole match. They tried so hard, but by the end of the match. They couldn't help but be totally invested in it because the match was incredible. Wow! wow. Also, also, uh, Mustafa Ali almost killed himself ringside uh, doing a Hurricane Rana, so you'll get to see that too. Um, but well, that's was, good because with the it, whole thing with Drew Gulak's whole no fly zone thing, then you have to have Mustafa Ali do a hundred thousand flying yes. spots. You oh, have yeah. to do that's it. Exact, and that's exactly what happened. It was a, it was a great match, um, and I just wanted to give those guys a shout out. But the real thing that I was taught, wanted to talk about was, as you guys know, I was at the May Young Classic, the filming of it uh, for um, last week, and it was first of all shout out my homie Justin. Um, he uh, hooked me up with the tickets. But uh, he also, uh, what you guys don't know, I don't know if you guys know this, if you've never been. Have you guys ever been to Full Sail and seen no, the show? No, I am Negative. not. You guys are tripping. You guys got to come down and see it <laughs> ne- next off season. Um, For real. Like, realistically, you got to come down and see it. It's, it I'm actually trying to figure out if they're going to be taping while I'm down there for the baseball meetings. Like, I'd really yeah. like to go. It's it's sick. Where do you um, live in Florida, AJ? I, I live, live in Winter Garden. Oh, you live in Orlando. Is, okay. Yeah. yeah, I live in Winter Garden, so it's like... It's 30 minutes away from downtown Orlando. It's about five minutes from Disney, um, and it's probably 35 minutes from the uh, 
from full sail. Well, the re- the so, reason I ask is because like there's a possibility that in mid in early to mid summer next year I'll be in Daytona for about a week and a half. Mm. So yeah. if that's about, possible, Daytona is only about an hour and a half. Yeah, from and that. if that's the it's case, then out. I would be more than willing to drive to go see a show at full sail for sure. Oh yeah, and and from full sail Daytona is only probably like fifty minutes. It's actually not far. So yeah, that would be that that would definitely be dope. Should I've driven but, further than that for food? I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> same. Uh, <laughs> Same. I'll tell you about the time in high school. Our senior ditch day was the Philly cheesesteak race. You would drive. Yes. Oh, yeah. We did that. all. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sick. It was sick. Um, but um, so the May Young Classic was incredible. Uh, there's 32 participants. Um, they did everything except the final. The final will be in Las Vegas after SmackDown um, or maybe on SmackDown. I don't know, but I know it's going to be in Vegas. Uh so whenever that day is, you can check your calendar whenever SmackDown's in Vegas. That's the day of the final. September 12th. Uh, it, it was 32 women. There was – they filmed two matches for uh, NXT, which were, like, matches that they're going to use to, like, highlight the the women's – the Mae Young Classic before the Mae Young Classic, obviously. Um, and uh, there's those two matches, and then they did – I guess that would make 30 other matches because it was – there's 31 matches total in the tournament, and there's one still left to go. So of the 32 matches, I'm telling you guys, there was there was probably five matches that were okay. Like there weren't, you know, there wasn't anything crazy special about them. They were good matches. Um, there were about 20 matches that were really good, like really good matches. And then there were like five matches that were some of the best matches, man or woman, I've ever seen. Wow. So. Um, especially women, like for women's matches, I, I honestly believe, I don't want to tell you who the two women were, but it was in this, it was a second round match. And I will tell you, it was from a person that you've seen on NXT before and a person you've never seen on NXT. And it was, might be short of Sasha Bailey might be the best women's match I've ever seen. Can you give us the best first round match so that you can't, you don't spoil anything like, um, the best first round match. Let me. Uh, oh, I also wanted to say this before I go. Uh, before I said uh, got off the subject, there were there were thirty two women in the tournament, and of the thirty two, I had only ever seen with my own eyes wrestle five of them, um, and I left with an appre- with a love and appreciation for every single one of them. Like every woman in that tournament did a, did a great job. That's awesome. Um, but but the best first round match would either be Shayna Baszler's match, which just how it ended. I'd never seen a move like that before in my life. Uh, so that was crazy. Um, uh, Kyrie Sane's match was, was, was really, really dope. I'd never even, I'd never heard of her. I'd never seen anything about her at all. I didn't understand why she was a pirate. Like, <laughs> I still don't get why, I still don't get why she's a pirate. I don't understand it. But I know one thing. After seeing her in the May Young Classic, I'm a pirate too. So, <laughs> I want to be a pirate. You know, what I'm saying? like I'm a pirate too because of that match. Absolutely. Um, um, uh, Piper Nevin had a had great matches. Um, there was just a lot. There was a lot of really good matches in the the tournament. I saw Tony Storm as yeah. I didn't oh. know who you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and now I understand your appreciation. Uh, Yeah. She on top of that, she can also like she can work. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like her matches were great. Like 
realistically, I said those five matches. One of those five matches that I that I told you is one of the best matches I ever seen. She's in one of them. So okay. you guys are gonna. I'm telling you, the May Young Classic. It is. I won't. I won't say it's better than the Cruiserweight Classic because the Cruiserweight Classic was. It was only six. But the thing, the difference is, Cruiserweight Classic was only sixteen guys, so it was less matches. Um, but the May Young Classic had more matches, and every match was entertaining. Man, there was just, there was just so much quality women's wrestling, and I was surprised that like I, I didn't know what to expect because once again I told you I only knew five of the girls right. total, and and of the five only. Four of them I knew because I had seen them on NXT. Like, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. the other one, and the other one was Renee Michelle, who I knew from MCW. Yep. yep. So it's like it was crazy. Um, you guys are gonna love the May Young Classic. I'm telling you, I'm gonna watch it again. Also, by the way, uh, you guys are gonna see me on there a lot because I was in the front row. Oh, look at uh, you! Shocker! Wait, here you are so row? worried. Shocker. You were so Holy worried shit. about what time, what time we were doing the show last week, oh, and it's turns different, out different, different because. Um, there are like, there are three sides of the front row that you buy the tickets for. Like you buy the tickets for the front row on the hard camera side, across from the hard camera and the front row, like at the ramp. But the other side of the front row, they, it's closed off until the, until the bleachers fill up and then they open up the front row. So I literally would just sit in the second row until the bleachers were full up. And then when they pulled pulled the things off, I would just slide down a row and I'd be in the front row. But you know, I I got my Jimmy's famous seafood tank top that says, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy feeds the monster. You're such a shill. You know that? See paying you yet? (laughs) Got you on the payroll yet? What's the difference though? I did that. Right. And I did it. Because I knew I was going to be on camera anyway because, A, I'm big as shit. B, I'm in the front row. And C, like, I'm an animated person when I watch wrestling. So, like, if a crazy move's happened, I'm going to stand up and be like, holy shit, I can't I believe Yeah, because they're going to get you marking out on camera I think, I think sure. it's fucked up exactly. for you to be animated about things. I mean, I just, this is the way that I feel like. I don't feel like any time you are in, involves wrestling, you shouldn't be animated. You should really but probably I, just settle down a little bit. Huh? 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 <laughs> not thinking that my opinion is is more important than everybody else. Well, God, opinion. you guys are so. Guys. Well, clearly, you are if you're saying that you thought it was a good move. Yeah. That's Savages. your opinion. Savages. But uh, but um, like I was wearing the Jimmy's Famous Seafood tank top the first day, so you'll see me in that. Uh, um, the reason I know that I'm on screen a lot is because the people in the back are watching like what's being filmed. And Kalisto, who you guys know was over my house for Fourth of July, he was there too, and he was in the back, and he was like, "Yo, you're getting more screen time than some of these girls." And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> "But the second day I wore my Roman Reigns shirt, you'll see me." The reason I'm bringing all this up is because I go to these shows to appreciate the wrestling. I don't try to make it about me. Unlike the fucking Mets guy who wore his goddamn Mets T-shirt. Uh, his Mets jersey to the goddamn show again. I don't. I don't know what it is. He might be a very good guy. I don't know. But you guys know who I'm talking about when I say Mets yes. guy. Yeah, Mets right. guy. Absolutely. God. Yeah. So fuck him. All right. Annoying. Real, real quick, before we get off the topic of the Mae Young Classic, I did read a thing from Wrestling Observer um, that WWE officials said that they're not happy with the recordings because not the women aren't hot enough for WWE TV. Did you see that? I saw something about. That. I have it right in front of yeah. me. Yeah. It says, uh, take, it's obviously take it as a grain of salt, with a grain of salt, but it says that, uh, where was it? Um, express be- uh, WWE expressed belief that a lot of the women in the tournament were not good looking enough to WWE's usual standards. Sounds like Kevin Dunn to me. 
I mean, I that's that I, that first of all that is factually inaccurate. I can tell you, <laughs> I can tell you being there that that is not the case. Um, that is the last problem they had. Were there women there that don't look like WWE, like Piper Nivens? Does she look like a any WWE star ever? No, like never. But she was fucking fantastic. No, I wouldn't. She like was, I said, I wouldn't have brought it up if it didn't come from like like Wrestling Observer. That's you know, yeah, it's a pretty yeah, decent but, one. So, yeah, sounds uh, like it sounds like something done very well might have said because that's I mean, I don't that's in line. I don't even with, have the words. Yeah. I just don't have the words. Yeah, yeah, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. All right, let's really quickly hit on this other story, and then we'll just wrap it up after that. Um, SI is reporting that Rey Mysterio is in negotiations with WWE. Uh, can we all just go around the table and say thumbs up? Woo! Yeah, thumbs yes. up. What's super exciting? Yeah, why would the, there be I, I guess the I only really question hope. is when it would be because he's he's uh, has the contract with Lucha through the end of the season. I believe that ends the end of October. I don't know if he has to sit out, so he, it might be a rumble return instead of... Enough, that's possible, for, for sure. sure. I'm sure for enough money that they wouldn't have a problem with it. Uh, Lucha it has not... And, and Lucha has never given up. Like, TNA what was the, uh, the uh, Hernandez situation. TNA uh, also doesn't have quite as much money to offer. That's true. But it... I mean, they were offering supposedly because they had already filmed it, so they were basically screwed if they couldn't get it. And so they, they were still basically... don't have that much money. There's a big difference. I mean, I, well, I, I, I hear what you're El, El, El Ray has wise. been really dickish about. Like they wouldn't let Ricochet compete I, in I the understand. cruiserweight class. Still, classic. El Ray. It, it also, okay. de- like I said, it, uh, like I was saying, it also depends on whether he has a non-compete or not. Right. If he has well, a six-month or ten-month non-compete, right. then obviously he's not going to come around to And it also yeah. matters how much WWE wants it. Right. If WWE wants, is, is looking at this as they Ray think this Mysteri- is... I'm telling you... If clearly Goldberg, they both want it if they sort of calling it heavy negotiations. Yeah. Well, if Goldberg can be the comeback last year for Survivor Series, I'm sure Rey Mysterio, who actually moves merch, yeah. his masks sell... Goldberg has one shirt that says who's next or well, that's cool. He doesn't move merch like Rey Mysterio does. He never did and he never will um, because Rey Mysterio is a, a hit with kids. Could you imagine you got this new look Kalisto? He comes off as a heel. Rey Mysterio returns. You got Kalisto versus Rey Mysterio at, at Survivor Series. I mean, it would work. Wouldn't suck. It would yeah, work. It wouldn't There's be an no awful match to watch. That would work. <laughs> All right, very good. Um, let's... Do we want to hit Talking Smack real quick before? Oh, right, yeah, Talking Smack. Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Canceled. Yep. I mean, I, it sucks because like without that, Miz isn't where he is right now. Reportedly, without they didn't that. tell the, even didn't even yeah, tell anybody. They, they just said, anybody. "Oh, we're doing talking's back." It's like, nah, that's done. That sucks, but it's also unfortunately pretty common. I mean, it sucks. It shouldn't be two hundred five live ruin um, talking smack. Yeah, but I, mean, I like. But if I have to choose between, here's my thing though. I like talking smack. I think it was a great thing, and it helped a lot of people. But if I got to choose between right more wrestling turning and, on. The WWE. If I have to choose between going out of my way to turn on the WWE Network after I just watched two hours of SmackDown, after I watched three hours of Raw the night before, after I potentially watched three hours of a pay-per-view the night before that, if I have to go out of my way to turn it on, I'm going to turn on for actual in-ring wrestling ten times before I turn it on for a talk show. I right. agree with AJ. I agree with AJ. I like Talking Smack. I wish there. I just. I think that they were doomed when they moved it to eleven o'clock. Now. Right. You know, you can yeah, make the after, argument, hey, it's a network, you can watch it the next day, but you're not really pushing for people to watch the next well, day. And, it was, no. and especially because it was made so much for YouTube, for people to kind of share the small clips instead of watching right. the whole thing. Um, it's a bummer. It's also, a bummer. Also, also, Glenn, the good thing, though, is that it could come back. If WWE ends up deciding to do what you were talking about, moving 205 Live to Orlando, Yeah, you could have a potential. What's stopping WWE from going... NXT at eight, two hundred five live at nine on Wednesdays. I would love that. 
Are you yeah. kidding me? I would love it. I mean, I would, I would love it. But, you know, that's, if they do that, I think that's brilliant. I think that's really a shrewd move on their part. We'll see if that's what they end up doing or not. All right. And by the way, there is also still a UK tournament or a UK championship, and there was supposed to be a show if that ever is going to happen. Boy, they nailed that one. They really <sighs> nailed building off that tournament, didn't they? Yeah. We got a show coming sometime. Nailed it. All right. Uh, Dale, <laughs> at Fat Crab Cakes on Twitter. So people can follow you, right? Yes, that's it. And at Fat Crab Cakes on there. Twitter. Very Absolutely. Cool. I try and live tweet as much as I can. So Very cool. Appreciate you coming and hanging out with us this week. Well, uh, still thank appreciate you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Cake. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. That shit. It I'm, is, you know me. I'm diabetic. Right. And I, I might break a rule for that fucking cheesecake because that was amazing. Good. If you die, at least you had. At least I'm going out on top. Right. You yep. know what I mean? the way it goes. <laughs> um, AJ, uh, tell everybody about Frank and get your plugs in for uh, Francis Sports Academy. Yeah, Frank, coming live. Actually, you guys, are, I'm, I was going to tell you guys this off the air, but now you can hear it. I'm going to be performing uh, Monday at the D.C. Convention Center. Holy uh, shit. At, at Wait, 145. What, at what's 145. going on at the convention center? I honestly don't even know what the event is. Um, my uh, DJ Tony Reds is the main DJ for uh, for WPGC 95.5. And um, we talked about um, me doing a he, – he had to find artists to perform at this event. I don't even know what it is. They had to have, quote, unquote, positive music. So because, you know, positive music – uh, I'm not going to be able to do like I, I, all You're gonna my be, songs are positive. Yeah, there's going to be changing a little bit of the. <laughs> but but, I, but that, my song choices had to change. So I'm going to be doing right. I'm either going to be doing Olympic Gold, which is my single that's coming we out. We played in, that on coming August back into the third segment last week. Yes, uh, or I will be doing. Um, or I'll be doing uh, Right Thing, which is Glenn's song. It is my Glenn jam. That, song. that is my jam. Um, and then I'll also – I'm going to be doing one of those two, and then I'm also definitely going to be doing The Digits, which is a song that is uh, based around a sample from TCB uh, – I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said TCB. UCB. TCBY, my favorite yogurt. No, that's, that's what it's a sample from. UCB, the go-go band, um, they had a song called Sexy Lady, so I used the sample from that song. Um, in the song, and it's basically the song is basically an ode to DC. Um, so I think that's going to be a, a great song nice. to do at the DC convention. Center. Yeah, nice. Dude. Um, um, so I'll be doing that Monday. I'll be performing then, and then you know, um, the like I said, Olympic gold drops on August fourth. I got training camp starts literally a week from today. That's crazy. So. Uh, you know, training camps around the corner. So um, the album will be done this weekend. It'll finally be finalized, and like I'll be putting it on TuneCore, which is the website you got to put it on to put it on all the streaming services, Tidal, Spotify, all that. So um, the pre-orders for my album will start the same day that Olympic Gold drops on August fourth. Um, I got a lot going on there, so you know, just awesome. getting ready, and hope you guys enjoy. I um, hope you guys enjoy the music. You can. Go on any of those streaming services and find my music uh, under Frank, F-R-A-N, Sinsign, or you can follow me on Twitter at AJFrancis410 or on Instagram at Francis underscore sports, and uh, check out any of, the, any of that, and I'll always keep you up to date. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Aaron, you're on Twitter. At the AOster. Show Twitter. At Jobbing Out Show. Email. Jobbing Out Show at gmail.com. Baltimore Sun, Rolling Stone. Punjabi Prison Match, and you'll find out how originally it was supposed to be an exploding cage death match. Well, wow. you have piqued my interest, good sir. Look at you today. You've come correct a little bit. I like this. All right, very good. I'm on Twitter at Glenn Clark Radio. GlennClarkRadio.com is my website. We might have some big news about the show in the next two weeks. Significant news. Um, I, I'm, we'll talk about it more then, but just it could be coming. In the meantime, continue to spread the word. Uh, we appreciate it a great deal. For, uh, thanks again to James Storm, for Dale Hoffman, for Aaron Oster, and for... 
the main event. AJ Francis. Vince. Oh, God damn Vince. it. Vince. Just keep going over me. Vince. Of the Washington yeah. Redskins. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. That's what she said, by the way. Jobbing uh- <laughs>